Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Saturday, 11pm until 2am. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news. Don't forget to check out our website on www.starburstmagazine.com.
and welcome to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online, brought to you every week at the same time on Saturday, 11 till 3am, by me, Mike Royce, editor of Starburst Magazine, and also Chris Hayes, the news editor. Hello. So it's a different show this week, isn't it, Chris? It is. This so, is a scarily different uh-huh, show. Uh-huh. What, what time is it now, then? I'm not going to give that away, but just... <laughs> Just to say, at this moment in time, you're listening to this. If anybody's been listening to the last few shows, we've been playing tag team between here and Las Vegas. Uh And Chris has just got back. We did Saturday's show, and we also knew that I would be away for this one. So we decided... To, for continuity and all that and friendliness, we'd we'd pre-record this week, so that's that's where we're at, yep. and and we've recorded this prior to me going. At this moment in time, I like to think that I am having a fantastic time, but just before I went, well, bad news struck. Oh, what's that? The the premiere of four. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going there. And I've been waiting to see that film for the last six months. As we all have, yeah. And it's being released in America a week later. What's going on? I don't know, yeah. What's Uh, that all about? No no idea. A week later? Yeah, crazy. So We've what only just found out. Are you going to have to camcorder this for me and, uh, and, yep. and send the copy over, and I'll be I'll selling email it, on the strip it over. In Vegas, yeah. Will I? yeah. Right. Apparently, there's a what? there's a preview. I think it's showing for one day on the twenty seventh, but I don't the, know if that fits shows, in your. Uh, how dismal is my life? Yeah. yeah. The, the 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 only time this this should be the other way around. I should be going to Vegas. Yep. That should be out a week before, and I should be sending you texts going, "Oh, you want to be very good here Except jealous I'm, much. Instead. I'm going to be on the strip in Vegas getting text messages off you going, oh, yep. there's four, amazing, no, you won't believe what... Because we, we've got it on the 25th now, they've even brought it a little bit forward. Yeah. So it opens so, here on uh, Easter Monday. Yeah, that was rubbish. Yeah. Absolutely rubbish. Oh, well, I will let you know how it is. I'm sure you will, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah well, I'd be so good. I, what, what? You'd be sick, though, if I, I crashed some glitzy party and end up at some screening and see it what you know two hours before you even though i know I if there's one person that could pull that off as well that would be, that'd be you i'll have a yeah. go at it yeah but yeah what have we got today well we've got the news as usual and we look at movies and we've seen some great movies that we're going to have a chat to you about we in particular we've seen i've we've we sort of drew straws and he got your highness and i got source code yeah. and the good money was on me having a fantastic Fantastic time and impossibly not as much yeah, fun. So we'll, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have a look at the uh, I'm Still Here by, I can't say his name. Oh, here we go again. There we go. That <laughs> list of names. It's that I can't Wah- say. Wahin. That's him. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. That, that big almost gag. Well, it sort of passed unnoticed the actual film when it came out, so it sort of backfired. It did, him didn't a bit. it? It, it didn't, did so, it even get a proper release so I decided, over here? Well, no matter what's happening, I'm going to catch up with this just so I can say, was this experiment a noble I'm looking forward to hearing this because I've not we seen it yet. We know it's a failure. Oh, yeah. Him doing oh, it, yes. the film, the whole thing, I suspect, yeah. but is it, was it worth doing? So mm. we'll get into that. We're, then we've got, our, we're going to finish on a bonus of contention and this this week it's the marvel movie universe or the 
What 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 was it? I called it. The did other you day? S- did you say the, the Mar- Marvel movie multiverse? The, the Marvel movieverse. Like Marvel movieverse. Yeah, okay. there you go. Another new another new phrase. Um, basically, all the LinkedIn films all supposedly taking place in the supposedly. same universe. Yeah, mm. I knew you'd be skeptical. Yeah. So we're we're asking the question: Is this a doomed experiment now, yeah. or is it about to just about to explode into greatness with all the next wave of these films coming out? And yeah, that's with, the, with the film that you're going to be way late on seeing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear <laughs> me, likes to rub it in. Yeah. Well, we also are going to be having a look at the phenomenon of the motion comic. Oh, which we is didn't get a chance to talk about this on that. No, too, too much, much good show, stuff. Yeah. Too much show yeah. last Saturday. Yeah. Too much show. That much show that, that we just couldn't handle it all. Even we had to drop some. We didn't we overrun by half an hour? We even. overrun by and half that, an hour yeah, that didn't and had even... to drop a third of the content yeah. as well. So I don't know what's going on there. The, you guys out there are getting way too much show. I mean, it, it ought to have one of them uh, guidelines like you have with food, yeah? yeah. This show, that has got too many calories for you, <laughs> this show. It's bad for you. So, yeah, we're going to be doing all of that and chatting. The, the motion comic that we're going to be discussing is the one I've been reviewing. The We've been looking at, I've been sort of working my way through a preview copy of that over the last month, the Buffy... Season 8. Buffy Season 8 yep. motion comic. I'm looking forward to hearing all yeah. about this. So, yep. yeah, like, well, we, as we always start, with, with your, your raison d'etre, the news. Okay. They get big, big words for yeah. a pre-recorded very, show. Very big words, yeah. Uh, oh, well, that, that, that's a nice segue, that, because we're going to talk about Joss Whedon now. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, he's just given an interview um, with, uh, I think it was Variety. Uh, he's yeah. he's uh, promoting the new uh, Dr. Horrible book. That's just been uh, just been released. Did you know about that? No, I didn't know. Yeah, about that. But did we not get a preview copy of that? No. Oh, Titan, get on it. Uh, anyway, he's been. Uh, <laughs> we shouldn't mention them like that. They <laughs> might they might go. Well, what about it now? You're yeah, not getting screw on you. the list now. Yeah, but no. Well, well I'm sure it's. I've heard I'm it's. Sure a, it'll I'm come cert- before the launch of the Mag next. Uh, I heard next it's month. a damn fine product, Titan. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, well, he's uh, promoting that, so he's. Um, uh, talking about all the projects he's got on, obviously he's doing the Avengers next year, so yeah. he's quite busy on that. I should In fact, imagine. This, this show is going to be very much centred around Joss Whedon. Yeah, and uh, for those yeah. of you who don't know uh, who he is, he's oh. the brains behind the Buffy universe, Buffy, Buffy universe, Angel, Angel, Firefly, all the, yeah, Firefly, all the Dollhouse, Dollhouse, all the spin-off comic books he's yep. taking a big hand in, and obviously. Doctor Horrible's sing-along blog. Yes. Which um, I was introduced to by you. Yes. I, it escapes me. Yep. If anybody's not familiar with it, how can you describe it? Oh, uh, well, it's a musical. Hmm. Okay, and it's about a supervillain um, who's in love. Okay. Uh, he wrote it uh, during the writer's strike of... Uh, oh. Oh nine was it? The okay, writer's yeah, strike yeah. that kind of derailed the industry there for right, well, it, uh, quite yeah, a, a while. Shows ended up cancelled. Yeah, they? yeah. So he, he did this with his um, uh, with his uh, with some of his family actually. Jed, Jed Whedon and uh, Zach right. Whedon, uh, Nathan Fillion, um, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, basically, it was self-funded right. uh, and released on the internet. It's uh, an hour long, I think it is. It was broken okay. up into three parts, released uh, each week, and then eventually a DVD release that you can easily pick up Yeah, from, uh, I think Amazon still has copies yeah, of that's it. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, and it's region free as well. Yeah. Yeah, they even produce their own DVDs as well. Is that like well. calorie free? 
Is it, pardon? Is that calorie free? But okay. region free. Right. You don't pay. You don't have any regions. That's good. Right. What boy did they? <laughs> it's amazing how a joke can fall flat. Pre-recorded in the studio. Yeah, I, should, I, I should wouldn't have thought that, that was possible. Oh well, Adam, where's the canned laughter button that you had the, uh, the other? I did have that. I might, I might have to bring you that online. online. I might have to bring that online just when I'm struggling yeah. like that again. Yeah, and I it might, just goes over my head. Work. Yeah. Well, that, there's the news then that um, Doctor Horrible, the sequel, uh, is currently in works. Yep. Yeah. Um, the songs have been written apparently, and. Uh, uh, once he's finished Avengers, he'll uh, he, he's going to uh, get s- starting work on that, which it'll be uh, quite a while yet because Avengers isn't released till next next summer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But if anyone's seen Doctor Horrible, then they know how exciting that news is. It's, mm. it's so funny, so um, original, and um, yeah, like I was saying, it's completely self-funded. Yeah. So he they they managed to uh, bypass all the studio interference, which uh, he ordinarily is. Yeah. You know, you, you know, Joss. He's he's had a lot of bad luck with studios recently, hasn't he? Uh, well, they're all right as long as he's doing Buffy, the Vampire yeah, Slayer. Yeah. And, well, um, even Angel had problems you know, though towards the end, didn't it? Yeah, because you know. it wasn't called Buffy. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's that simple. They just seem to want. They had a massive hit on their hands, unless be right okay, about him he, he, he's a great talented guy but if he hadn't have had the success of Buffy yeah. he would have disappeared by now Yeah, and he did well with it but yeah the, as usual they saw that as a big money spinner and anything else that they were doing they wanted the same level of success for him yeah. that's, that's it well did you, did you hear about Cabin in the Woods no this is a, a this is a Joss Whedon horror movie this, oh, I've yeah, heard of this. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's the yeah, I've heard of it. I didn't know it was called that. Cabin in the Woods. Right, um okay. I think it 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 was made in two thousand uh two thousand and eight. Okay. A long time ago. Due yeah. for, oh, 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 nine, early oh nine and it was due yeah. for release in October two thousand and nine. Yeah. Here's this here's the problem again with the studios. I, I don't know what he's done to deserve this uh, the, this kind of treatment. Uh, it was held back uh, till February. T- oh, <coughs> what's up with my throat there? <coughs> Sorry, uh, February two thousand and ten mm. didn't come out. Yeah, uh, it was put back then to January two thousand and eleven. Still no sign of it. Uh, they just released a cheeky poster the other day with uh, kind of acknowledging that you know it, it's yeah. got the uh, cabin in the woods coming two thousand and nine. That's that that struck yeah, out, yeah. and then you know two thousand and ten that struck out, and yeah. then they just go, oh, who knows? So I understand how yeah. that works. Yeah, but this was a this was a movie from the few people that have managed to see it. Mm. Uh, word was very strong that this you know like scream. Yeah. Like was going to reinvent the uh, you know the the, the horror movie. Well, uh, well it, you've got me excited. Yeah, I think it it was M, it's MGM who still who still owns it. So right. maybe that's the problem because they're having uh, yeah they're they, struggling, they are, aren't they? they yeah, are, they are. Well, they were until recently in a lot of trouble, but now yeah. they've been bailed out and they seem to be back on track now. Well, maybe Cabin in the Woods yeah. will uh, finally emerge. The Bond um, franchises. Back on track yep. as well for a release next year. Is next it? November. Next November. Yep. Hopefully properly edited this time. Yeah, and, we covered that on the last and a one, nice, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, decent film. Yeah, hopefully. Of the Fingers mess that crossed. That we got subjected to last time. Yeah, so, brutal. That's good. Well, there's some news on Doctor Who that I'll get get to in uh, in just a minute.
Add us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Manchester Radio Online.
Manchester Radio Online.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio on Manchester Radio Online. And you're listening to the news section. And just before we went to the break, then, we, well, I was just saying there's some news on Doctor Who for this one. You know, it's back on Saturday. I didn't know which it was is back actually on today. It's really? Oh, yeah, I've it's given back away. Today. I've what, given away. What the was fact it like? Pre-recording there. No, what was it like? Let me think now. Now it, it will have gone out this evening. I I I know some people that were at the screening of it last week. Oh. I didn't go myself, which is a shame. But then again, it is all the way down in London because yeah. they can't be bothered putting one on at the BBC here on Oxford Road. But the the news is it's it was pretty astonishing the first one really yeah that's, no. well i know someone he, he said you just cannot believe how how good it was um i actually watched the the uh, the trailer for the new season the yeah. other day you know me i'm yeah you're not the world's I'm, biggest doctor who uh, fan no I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm a doctor a who big, fan no I, I need to be um shown where where to start with that that whole thing you know uh, yeah. I, I need someone to guide me through that universe because it's just too it's just too overwhelming at the moment do you know what i mean yeah, I do, uh, yeah. you know where oh, where do i where do i start the problem is that that show and its fan base unfortunately the the fans do kind of take ownership of it quite a lot mm. so there is a, a point that if you'll be talking to a hardcore Doctor Who fan and you can't name every single actor that's played Doctor Who in the order they played it yeah. y you're not treated that well mm. um, it's taken quite seriously and and as such the people that write the show are constrained by that in that they have to keep harking back to the history of it yeah. it's not enough just to be doing the show now and it's successful and have an incarnation of it now it has to have some villains from the past, some ties to the past stories. That even now, even in the spin-off program, Sarah Jane Adventures, you'll have old companions popping up. And there's even the spin-off, right. the Sarah Jane Adventures itself is a spin-off from a, an old companion of the Doctor's got a, a thing going on on Earth where she's investigating stuff with a load of school kids. It's just, it's a children's program. It's very good. I actually have seen an episode yeah, of that. It's very, yeah. it's very well Isn't there made. a canine spin-off as well? Yeah, the, the, the canine spin-off, yeah, you won't get many people praising that. Really. Right. 
um, that's very much a separate beast from the rest. It's sort of the farm the rights out, and K9, as you know him in the TV programme, arrives sometime in the future and explodes, and he's rebuilt as this new CGI sort of K9 and uh. does things on his own. The problem is he was a sidekick and, a, and an interesting character yeah. in the programme, and... Yeah, it's, it's always the same thing. They end up doing having their own show based around a character that's just a periphery. Mm-hmm. Can it support it? Sometimes it can and sometimes it can't. Yeah. And it doesn't always work out. Now, um, yeah, the, the, the writer, Stephen Moffat, yeah. has announced that there are, there are to be, there's to be a death in, in the program on the Saturday. Now, in the program, you've got the doctor, you've got Amy Pond, his assistant, Rory, who she's just got married to, who's in. They're basically the three of those travel in the in the TARDIS, and and then there's a recurring character, River Sung, who is connected with the Doctor in some way and keeps turning up in episodes, but right. it's not explained why. A lot of fans have the reasons where they think that she could be related to him, and they've got all that. You can imagine on the all the blogs and yeah. the. The forums they are a buzz with who she is, and right. they've all got the theories. But Stephen Moffat, the show writer, said that one of those four is going to bite the bullet on on Saturday. Oh. Well, which will have just happened. I'm going to have to get my head around right. that. Yeah, but about will you have seen it? Or I on, on well, Saturday. Well, I can't win with this, can I? No, you but see, the I mean, is, is, is it the airing pro- in America? Right, no. The problem, no, so the, the problem is... We're all going to get to see look, it before you. This, look, this no, is punishment no, for no, going no, to no, Vegas. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is, this is the, the way I can't win, yeah, because yeah. if I say... If I say that I'm in Las Vegas yeah. on holiday... And I've gone, and I will have to go to a fair bit of trouble to watch it. Oh, at yeah. the same time as everybody so don't else. They, don't yeah. they? Don't they get it? Um, the America gets uh, Doctor Who a lot later. Oh, than, it's weeks later, weeks later. Um, very much a British thing. Yeah. But they they are fans of Doctor Who in America. Lots of them. But the, yeah. the actual to get to watch BBC when it's on on the night is it's not Ooh. as easy as you think in the Ooh. states. Now, now. So what I'm going to say is, yeah, you, on one level, if I don't end up watching it, then it looks pretty bad because of the editor of this yeah. magazine, and I can't <laughs> be bothered. Yeah. But on the other hand, um, I'm in Vegas on holiday, and I'm trying to make sure that I watch Doctor Who, yeah. and that's. There's an, there's an element of oh tragic yeah. tragic element Some, to that, isn't there? Might be a little wrong there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna make sure I'm watching it. Yeah. But I'm not proud of that. <laughs> I'm really not proud of that at all. I'm I'm in fact I'm I'm hideously embarrassed by that. But I know I'll be settled in by then. I mean I'm flying out. It's a 15 hour fly. We're we're going at about 11. So we'll be. We ought to be, oh, what time? There's eight hours difference and all the rest of it. It's hard to judge when I'll touch down, but I'll be there Friday. Right. So Saturday, yeah, I should be well in this ride. I've found out somewhere. I'm taking my trusty laptop with me and I'll be I'll be sorting it out. Well, good luck. Yeah. You'll need it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to What are you going to do, watch it on YouTube or something? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. I'm not, you can't, look, I'm not you can't gonna do get that. Into, I'm not going to get into hours and whys on here. Right. Yeah. Because you're not, you you know, you're not even technically supposed to be watching stuff like that on YouTube, and you're not even supposed to be downloading stuff like that off the nope. internet because it's copyrighted. Yeah, but so you wouldn't I'm want, not want to watch to it comment on, on grainy on, old YouTube anyway, would you? You don't want to take. What, what are you? The... Are you oh, you, what are you got some part-time job for fact or something? <laughs> what what are, you, are you? What are you there poster boy or something? Uh, wow, what have you? Check him and his grainy YouTube footage. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, well this is an important thing, isn't it? You yeah. Know? And uh, no, Doctor Who's back. You don't want to be watching it on the. Wow, yo, you are coming across just like those adverts at the moment. Uh, well, Mind you. I, I know if it was if it was important to me, I wouldn't... Uh, it'd have to be a proper so presentation of it. In, 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 the, uh, in previous incarnations, Chris has been uh, in cinemas and been employed at cinemas, and he's, he's been indeed. wearing the night vision goggles oh, yeah, trying they, to get, it, it, get these you people. You didn't believe me, did you? No, not but, at yep. first. It was yep. way, You've way seen back those in the posters. day with the Harry Potter problems where they, they yeah. were trying to stop that particular film and we do have state-of-the-art uh, yeah. night vision goggles yeah, yeah we could most tell cinemas some, do yeah. we could tell you some inside secrets on this oh, yeah. as well but well we might do it Maybe. depends one one week if, yeah. if chris gets a bit drunk in the studio <laughs> but, uh, or if we get particularly desperate for content indeed. Yeah. Uh, well the, it's happened many times yeah. and we've only been on five weeks so yeah the yeah back to the doctor who thing yeah He's, uh, Stephen Moffat has said that one of the four characters is due to die and there's a lot of debate over who it is and, and obviously the Doctor Who fans are doing their usual of uh, dissecting the trailer for the coming season and going, ah, well, it can't be this person because they're in that episode and that's not the first one. Oh, and that's kill the, Joyce. And they've, they've pretty much, they think they've narrowed it down to who it's going to be. Who is it? Um, not saying... I'm oh, not right. saying, but you'll all but know. You'll all know by the time oh, that you're listening right. to this, anyway. Oh yeah, it's a bit redundant. It's a bit redundant, well. then, I isn't it? No, I will be. Who I was it? Be. Email in now. <laughs> yeah, no one can email in tonight. This is another thing. Oh, Anybody but what if we got one? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, we'll be on deaf ears tonight. They, they can't be used because we're not here. But it's better than the show not being on. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. of course it is, of course it is. Well. See, Chris could have done it on his own, but he's not like me. He gets lonely. <laughs> gets lonely, you see. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we've also got some more news, and this is Superman news. Superman. I'm Zach a bit sceptical sceptical about this. Right, this, this is this has been word about this casting's been going around for a while. Obviously in Superman there are two big females in his life and there's Lana Lang who is his girlfriend when he's younger as Clark Kent and then while he's Superman he sort of hangs around with Lois Lane who he later in the comic books marries. Mm. Um the yeah, this is the problem. They, they they've got they're trying to do a Alana Lang for the film, so they do the early. I, fi- I take it that the film's going to be dealing with his origin, and they're going to have a an early early Clark Kent who then becomes Superman. And, it, is and an he, o- it is origin based. Yeah, yeah, well, that's cool. That's great. That's what you want. A lot more on Krypton apparently as well. Brilliant. Mm. That's what I want to hear. That now uh, there there is I know about um, there was a graphic novel called Birthright that DC did, and I believe that Zach. Snyder is quite fond of this. Oh right, okay. And I've read that, and it's it's if they're going to go by that telling of his origin, it's awesome. Oh, uh, it's really cool. good, cool. and and it tells it in a really good way. But Lana Lang is big in his life at that point, and then later on when he's Superman, you've got Lois Lane, and the the big dichotomy is that Lois Lane initially just is gaga over Superman and doesn't really know Clark exists, and the other way around, Lana doesn't really take to Superman very much and it's, she's mad about Clark you know right. um, Lana Lang was a bit dominant character in Smallville all the way through it mm. pretty much up to the last season and a bit and then and Lana uh, sorry Lois Lane's taken over 
obviously. There's a, there's an actual growing up process in Smallville over the ten years. That it's ten been years, bloody hell. But you see people thought he'd run for seven and they would be optimistic, but no, it's ten. Has, see, he, has he put on the tights yet? I believe it's about to happen. Is it? I believe it's oh, about to what, happen. What, in the, in the last episode? I think so, yeah. Right, Which okay. is where it should be. Right. Because that show was never really about Superman. It was about the journey to becoming him. And it, I didn't like it at the beginning. I, I, hated I saw it. all of season one and, and I, yeah, I hated it. I'm, it was too monster of the week. It was, yeah. yeah. Every week somebody had been exposed to Krypton. Yeah, that, that was the explanation every single week, yeah. And they'd have a weird power and... It, it wasn't very good, but believe I've, me, I've heard it's excellent now. Second, yeah. third, and then you even got to the point where it's bringing in characters for the first that are appearing on screen for the first time that have been in comic books. For I, I watched years. a trailer for the new episode uh, the yeah. other day entitled Booster. Yeah, Booster uh, Gold. Booster Gold, yeah, yeah, one of my favourite DC characters. So yeah. I might have to tune into that, that one, actually. It, it looked really great. good. You've had the Flash in it, you've had Green Arrow being in it quite a lot. He's quite an important character in it, right. Oliver Queen. And yeah, they're saying it in Superman that Lana Lang is going to be played by Lindsay Lohan. Uh, and they, mm. that rumour's been going around for a long time. She's been seen on set talking to him and re ba basically that's it. I mean, the, there is a, there is a, there's a synopsis of what the film's going to be about out there. Yeah. And, and the synopsis is, uh, it just says a young reporter named Clark Kent roams the world covering various news stories when he is compelled to use his secret powers to intervene in a crisis in West Africa. Mm. He returns to Smallville to learn more about his origins and the hero he was born to be. Right. So it does, it's very much origin stuff, so yeah. that'll be a big part of that. It doesn't sound like so, the Superman movie I envisioned Zack Snyder making, to okay. be honest. Well, uh, well, he might surprise you, but he's got a yeah. rich tapestry there. He's got a lot of great characters, a lot of mythos to yeah. dive, dive into. Um, he might be quite constrained by that, or he might let rip and give us some of the stunning visuals let that rip, we've seen from please. him. Yeah. Um, if, if, let's just say I saw some pieces in Sucker Punch that, yeah. uh, where I was trying to imagine, oh, imagine if this oh, was yeah. Superman. And yeah. and, yeah, you'd be happy with that. <sighs> some of those fight sequences in, yeah. in there. So that's the big argument that everyone said, oh, it was all fight sequences and, well, whatever. Well, mm. whatever. Can I ask you a Superman question? Mm, yes. What's with all the uh, LLs? Well, it's an it's a family on Krypton. The the no no you, uh, hmm? Lex Luthor, Lois oh, right. Lane, Lana Lang. Uh, complete. I'm sure there's more. No, this it's just a complete coincidence. Is it? You've just got to look at the time all this was written. It's 1930s, 30, 38, yeah. 37. We started in 36. Um, 1930s, 1940s, right? In Is it Siegel and Shushter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor guys were doing the best they could. They created an industry yeah. almost single-handed. Between the, the the two of them, they wouldn't be the comic book industry like there is now. Yeah. Um, they didn't die rich either. They, no, in I've, fact, the I've last, heard about this. The yeah. last five years of their tragic. life was better. But no, DC Comics and uh, Warner in particular, they should be disgusted at the way they treated those two guys. Yeah. They, you, one of them was stacking shelves in a supermarket at oh, the time. really? At the time. Superman the movie came out and only the only reason that something changed then they put them on a pension then and the the only reason that that happened was because one uh, one newspaper had taken pictures of him stacking shells and interviewed him and it was they did this picture of yeah there's the creator of Superman 
Oh, and then it, and then simultaneously showed some pictures of some executives at Warner and how they were living. In the Ferraris and, and, and it was just pure shame, pure shame. They put them on something like 500 grand a year uh, pension, which again was pittance compared to what was being dragged in yeah. from, from the thing. But they created the whole thing, designed him, did the whole thing, but it has reverted back to their families now. They've got part ownership of this is the comic book industry does it still work like that i mean yeah, if, if you like create a character well no because while under employ what, yeah while under employ you you are treated like a, a dog to yeah. be honest and and then they leave the comic book company the minute they get big and they get a name and they get a following they tend to do they do tend to leave marvel and dc and then set up their own small firm yeah like mcfarland did because image, he's not allowed, comics, yeah. yeah, he's not allowed. He wasn't allowed to do with Spider-Man what he wanted to do. He was letting rip, and he got to a certain level. Yeah, and they said, "Ray, hey, stop, stop changing things so much." And and he went, "Well, then I can't tell the stories I want to tell." Yeah, so he went off and did Spawn. Yep, there you Founded go. Founded Image, no, good, good, good move. Made there. A, made yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, he did. Out of Image Comics. Yeah, in he the, did. In the nineties, uh, the there yeah. and Spawn was. I, oh, sorry, I don't want to be controversial. I want a great character. I mean, Spawn was an amalgamation of Wolverine, Batman, and there are a few other characters. It wasn't I can anything. see the Batman, yeah. but Wolverine, really? Yeah, that, that um, vigilante, that sort of attitude, that dark force behind things. Um, had a great very, mythology to it. No, very, it was all right. Very rich mythology. Not like no, it was not all a right. It's okay. I've not read it in many, many, many years. It's okay. It, it's is it still brilliant. going? All I'm saying is it's not... It's still going, but right. it's, it's not right up there with people. I mean, you go on the street and go, oh, Superman, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah Spawn. Spawn. There's, you're not going to pass a kid wandering around in a Spawn costume no. this afternoon. It's not going to happen. And he never got that movie made, did he? He, he, mm. he got the first one uh, made, well, and that, that was, was a bit of a disaster, wasn't it? It uh, was shockingly bad. I mean, the... the John Leguizamo as cartoon, the, the clown. Yeah. A lot of fart humour in it, I, I remember cartoon, letting it down to... CGI. Very poor, very, very, very poor. But he's always promised there's going to be another Spawn movie. Um, I'd like to see it. Going in the opposite direction, very gritty. I would I would like to see it. Yeah. I would very much like to see it. So I think it's time for a, a little bit more a little bit more entertainment and then we'll get back and then start seeing if we can wrap up the news section and get on to our movies. <laughs>
ManchesterRadioOnline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And you've been listening to some quality music, as usual. Um, we started off the show... Uh, some of you may have recognised the theme from Mad Men, but it's actually RJD2, and it's from an album called Magnificent City Instrumentals, and that's yeah, that the great, first that... track, yeah, Beautiful yeah. Mine. Um, yeah, it was a contemporary track that just fitted the ethos no of the program, yeah. so they've yeah. used the first intro. Right. Um, you listen to all of it, it goes, it goes a bit electronic yeah. and a, a little bit, yeah, you can understand why they cut after after the first section on that. But no, it's it's a, it's actually a great album, if any of you want to catch up with that. It's RJD2, um, Magnificent City Instrumentals, and that that's really good. They've also had some music from the OSS 117, movie that's the french spy spoof movie and that didn't do very well over here but it was quite big in france right um you need to have i've a check not on seen that, that. no have you, you, you have you got that on dvd yeah i've got it on dvd right. it's you'll awesome. have to throw it over it's such a lot of fun yeah. it really is it's it's just great you've got it's, it's basically a james bond spoof but right. it's done it's quality classic how does it differ from austin powers then um it's not as it's not as as juvenile right it's okay. it's a bit more sophisticated the yeah. humor's a bit more uh it, it's not pc and it's of its time and then things are he's at odds with modern society that's creeping in as well yeah. and it, it's it's really quite good uh so as long as you don't do what i do and get the uh the version on blu-ray because it, it comes and it's it's got it's 
it's got French. It's it's in French, yeah, obviously. Right. And I got the one with French, but with German subtitles. Oh, so right. That was that. <laughs> that wasn't happening for me, I'm afraid. Um, oh, I know a couple of people who speak German. I don't. Uh, it's not very good. So I had to get the DVD. The DVD is French with an, an English subtitle, so you're right. safe with that. But the Blu-ray is only in German. Oh, right. So so I don't bother getting that. No. If you do get it, it is your own fault. <laughs> However, you can reflog it on eBay, so you won't get any tears from me. Um, yeah, David Arnold, James Bond project again. Natasha Atlas's cover of From Russia with Love. Um, we've had um, Gut Feeling by Devo from The Life Aquatic. Um, Depeche Mode Dirt from Resident Evil. And we've got plenty more to come. We've got uh, some very good music to come, in fact. And, and we're, a track from Josie and the Pussycats, the I've movie. I've seen that movie. I like It's underrated. It's yeah. great fun, isn't it? Which track have we got? Backdoor Lover? No. No, no, no. no. I like Money. Right, they oh yeah. cover money, okay. it's, it's, it's great, because she <laughs> starts out by just going, this is for all you shoppers out there, and it's it's just that line alone. I thought I, I was like the it. only Josie and the Pussycats fan. No, I love the cartoon, so I was going to I was gonna be predisposed to giving the film a go, and right. the film was good, but it's one of them things where people, it's one of them, there needs to be a name for this phenomenon. It's about, there's a time for these things where if you made the film, at that time, yeah. it'd be huge. Right. And it, for one reason or another, they never get made, and then it, they get made a decade too late, and then people When was the right time remember. for this, then? Uh, it'll have been when a lot of people were in the 20s that grew up watching the cartoon, the Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and seeing them... Because they didn't only appear in that, they were in Captain the, Caveman was, and stuff, yeah. Was that... Really? Captain, Captain Caveman I hung so. I around with Josie and the Pussycats, they, really? they, they sort of cameoed and went around. They, they were they were big on the Hanna-Barbera animated scene. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot of crossovers, didn't they? Yeah, they Just did. Like and that's the thing. I might be wrong about the Captain Caveman thing, right. but I do remember them being in quite a lot of them. And, and then I got to see the actual cartoon. And yeah, it's good. It was a cool idea because at the time, they... It was about a pop group. Wow, you know, and that was a bit different. Yeah. And, and they, did, they, again, they suffer from what I call the heart-to-heart syndrome, where they inexplicably get drawn into things that they've got absolutely no right being involved in, <laughs> and to the point where if you did carry on like that, you'd just get arrested for interfering right. with the course of justice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're perverting the course of justice and all sorts of stuff. You'd be, you'd be locked up. Uh, Miss, Par- Miss Marple, um, again, another classic case of this. And, yeah. Uh, but the big, biggest offender of all, oh. Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Yeah. What was her name? I mean, you just what Angela name, Lansbury, uh, what's her, oh, Jessica Fletcher. That's it. Yeah. She, they wouldn't have her in them rooms interfering like that. Or was she doing all the murders herself? No, something like that. Mm. Well, every single episode you meet, she goes to a book signing and she bumps into a friend of hers who's having a spot of bother. Then yeah. they turn up dead and then she helps the police solve yeah, it. And, very and suspicious. She's had a lot of friends. <laughs> she had eight, yeah. eight seasons worth of friends <laughs> to go through. Yeah, and they were twenty. These are twenty-four, twenty-six episode seasons. You right. Know? It's not like HBO. Uh, yeah, twelve. There's a big body count. Right. Yeah, their family tree must be bloody. It must be like a burnt out match and <laughs> uh, family tree. Uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot where we're up to now. Oh, we, we were, were just going to rattle through a, a few last news on, items. Let's, let's, let's go, do let's these do really it. fast. Let's uh, do it. Uh, uh, the Crow. Remember the Crow? I love the Crow. I well, like the first one. they're remaking that. 
Yeah, oh, I know because they did two, three. They did a TV series. Didn't watch the TV series. I saw it was actually quite films. good. The second one was was terrible. The f- the third one was all rightish, but did David Boreanaz, uh, TV's Angel, uh, did he play the crow at one point? I'm I'm pretty sure he did. I didn't. Well, I missed that. Yeah, because they started coming Thankfully. out uh, <laughs> thick and fast on Look, the, on DVD, I, didn't they? I the, the, you've got to just hold your hands up at this stage, and you've just got to say that film was part of the genius that was. Brandon Lee, and it wasn't a case of he was some amazing yeah. whatever. He was a very broody, yeah. um, iconic sort of individual. He also had the fact of his famous dad and all the rest of yeah. it. He was an interesting character. On the DVD, you think that's still on there. It was certainly on the VHS because this was one of the last films to make it big on VHS as a cult movie when it got released, and. You did have an interview on the making of and with Brandon Lee, and he it is a very very strange bit because he he starts going on about oh, that what do you find appealing about this film? And he says, well, I find it appealing this film because it's just the nature of life, and you never know how long you've got left, and it Ooh. makes you think about every next moment, and when you look at that tree, is that the last time you're ever going to see it, and all that? And I find that really interesting. It's a very creepy interview yeah. taken two days before he was shot and and obviously the most tragic thing in the world people think it was an actual bullet someone put in the in the fate in the uh, in the prop gun that was meant to be firing blanks somebody had put or left an actual bullet and he was just shot point blank wasn't he so they say, During and then the there's scene. another version of the story saying that the he wasn't, and it was it was a blank, but there was a, a cartridge misfire, right. and and part of the gun embedded itself in him. Oh, so you don't know what to believe. Oh, well, there's that many either stories, way. aren't they? I mean, yeah. the 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 popular belief out there is that the the curse of the Bruce Lee curse extended to the bloodline. Right. Why? What's what was the Bruce Lee curse? We know he died. Did he? Well, you know he's dead. Bruce Lee's dead. Oh, sarcasm, man. There's no place for it on a pre-recorded show. <laughs> Sorry. Tell you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, just I'll, you know this. This. I was this aware human. that he died. No, 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 no. When no, did it? It was a couple of years he's ago. He's died. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's died. Oh, I like that. And um, I've been dying to use it all night. I've been dying to use it all night since you reminded me. I've got it. Mm. You know. I got. I mean, it's good. Uh, yeah, he's good. dead. Have we got any other sound effects? We have like got sound. horns and yeah, but fart I'll be noises honest with you, and we're broadcasting from the centre of Manchester, so noises like. Uh... Oh, that's not actually. That's not a police one. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's a bit odd. What was that? That's what. Oh, that's good. Listen. That's all I hear out of my window. That's all, all I hear as yep. well. All I've night long. Office, I've got an office in Manchester and that's all I hear. Yep. So so the, these sound it's effects... Quite, it's quite actually, soothing to me now. Yeah, all them sound effects really do is, is get rid of the wall around the studio. <laughs> that, that's all they do. So Okay, yeah, so The Crow, they're, uh, yeah, they're going but, for a reboot. But Yeah, but we're talking about Bruce Lee and oh, what sorry. he died, though. Sorry. His brain expanded and, and, <laughs> and got crushed inside his own skull. No, it didn't. He did, he got an infection, and he, his brain sw- swelled, and he died of a, uh, a, a head trauma, like a... Uh, Brain swelling, but what do you get? What do you call him? Like it was like a brain hemorrhage. He died of. Oh, and he was only thirty-four, something. Oh, thirty-six. 
can't remember. Wikipedia it, everyone. Find Ooh. out. But there, okay. that's The Curse of Bruce Lee, and it's the subject of a film as well. Which one? Can't remember. <laughs> that's how rubbish I am. See, is it Dragon, see, the Bruce Lee story? This magazine, I can't remember what that is. I've, I've seen that it's one. Dra- it's Dragon, isn't it? Yeah. Right. I don't yeah, remember. I've not seen it, you see. You know I've what? If that, if that was covered in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, a, a, a swelling brain, then I, you would have thought I would have remembered well, that Well, it can't bit. be covered, yeah. Right, can I just explain this to you, you now? Know, I, I'm, the, the I'm curse picturing, of like, this, can't this be giant covered. swollen head, like, no, what's that, what's that no, Hulk villain? No, he's not like the leader. No. There we go. He's, he's... Right. It's not going to be covered, the Bruce Lee curse in a film, yeah? Right. Because it's bollocks. That's why. It's not going to be covered in a film, because it's a load of crap. Right. The guy was very unfortunate. He got some disease or some infection that caused a swelling and it caused his brain to swell and it and it unfortunately pressed against the the skull walls and and this is what happens when you get a car head injury and you get you get the brain bleed a bit and then if it bleeds to a point where it fills up the gap between there it starts to push on the brain and that's when you get brain damage and you die yeah and that's what happened. And that's how Bruce Lee died. I'd love to have some weird mystical story, but no, there isn't one. He got. He, that's it. It's the most boring way, and and tragic way for someone that is to die. But the curse of Bruce Lee. Give me a break. What what what's that all about? <laughs> the curse of Bruce Lee. That's like, like this. Do this well. They do these sort of curses. They like the curse of Dad's army. Ah, oh, there's only like two of them left now, and there's right. also <laughs> yeah, because they're all seventy five when they filmed it in the nineteen seventies. Well, what about the other curse then? The uh, there's a lot of stock in the the Superman curse. Oh. Right, well, not really. Let's let's run through had a mental breakdown. Yeah, that's because she... Which one? That's... Oh, yeah. She She, had a mental breakdown. She was found in someone's garden, pulling her teeth out, babbling about the aliens. Yeah, she's been parodied in in Family Guy quite a lot. She turns up every time there's a nutcase woman appear. It's usually Margot Kidder tearing her hair out and acting odd. Which is, it's a a testament to, to her, that, isn't it? You know, when she finally shuffles off this mortal coil, she lives on. In family game. Possibly yeah. not the way that she would <laughs> want to. You know, um, well, Chris Reeves, he was. Equestrian accidents happen all the time. Yeah. That's nothing new. Um, what else is the. George Reeves. Someone got a parking ticket or something. What? No, what George, George Reeves. George Reeves, one of the original. Oh, George, well, yeah. that's not Superman the movie, is it? What that's do you mean? Superman that's... the TV program. Yeah, but everyone who's played. Superman. Dean Kane, he's all right. Is he? What well, was last? What was the last film? You... That depends where you're judging. All right. I think, I t- think I he's we were uh, talking about people dying here. Yeah. I think he's stacking shelves alongside not... uh, right. um, Shuster and Siegel. Right. He's not a bad actor. He was good. I like Lois and Clark. It was good. He was good as Clark Kent. He was good. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't see that show. That was. Good uh, I show. saw. Well, I good saw. Show. I saw a couple of episodes. Time, it updated it really well. It dealt with it as Superman. But was again, kind of he like wasn't Superman in that show, was he? It was just a. Was it, was it just Clark a romantic he, drama? It was all right. It's like the, the they, they can't afford the Superman concept, so they're like. Right, well, well, no. Let, let's but, not but have him fight it was a good giant aliens. And it was a good crack at it. Some of the, some right. of the, he, he fought supervillains. 
to Did a degree, he? Metallo and things. And Lex Luthor was awesome in that in the first season. It was good. Okay. It was good. They, they took the 1985 John Byrne Superman right. did reboot by DC Comics and they did it on the screen for the first time and it was pretty good. Mm, okay, I'll take your word it. for that then. No, it's it's right. pretty good. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't sell you short on that. It's right. it's not bad at all. But the the problem and yeah the problem with it like you're saying this this curse of superman like yeah. yeah all right well he's not so he's not been acting and he's not well maybe maybe that's not his thing maybe he's bought a load of properties and he's he's just living off that or Dean maybe Kane. victoria principle was a massive star in dallas yeah yeah and then she left dallas and became a property magnet oh, and okay. she's now worth billions there's not everybody continues down that path. Okay. And and he's alive. I thought we were talking about people who had really, really bad things happen to him, not people who their CV's a bit sparse, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but George Reeves was murdered. Uh, oh! Chris so, Reeves so he was murdered, he fell off he a murdered. horse. He, there's three different versions of, of what happened to him. The, the one, he committed suicide because he was depressed because he couldn't get work after being Superman, and yeah, he was typecast. Um, right. No, the second one was that he had a row with his girlfriend in the bedroom and a gun went off. She was oh, often arsing about with guns and trying to pretend to commit suicide. And, right. and that could have just gone off and he got shot by accident and then her friends covered it up because no one phoned the ambulance for quite some time. And um, and then there was a, that he was having an affair with a woman. He was actually having an affair with the wife of the owner of the this movie studio where right. he was employed, yeah? So there was a hit. So this, the three um, versions, and the, but all of them are taken in that film, Hollywoodland, Hollywoodland, with yeah. uh, Ben Affleck, um, and that that it does what I refer to as the shitbag shuffle. The shitbag shuffle. Yep, it's where the uh, say what you think. Yeah, say what you think. Don't give me the three versions. Oh, one after another. I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying, is that what it does? Yeah, it, and lets you decide. Yeah, just go, yeah, I'll let right. you decide. Okay. Like, no, let's say just say what happened. Yeah. Say what happened. Well, that's it. You go and see JFK, Oliver Stone. Yeah. Uh-huh. That doesn't say. Oh yeah, you go. You decide. No, it shows you what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Big balls. <laughs> Get them out there. Show them. Oliver Stones. Yeah, yeah, Oliver Stones. Yeah. I love that. Hey, yeah. Oliver Stones. Do you know what? He he we he needs to get in touch with us and we'll do a deal on that copyright. <laughs> that could be like his blog spot good, or something, it? couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But no, super, don't mention the Superman curse. All right, fine. I was, no, ju- I was just not, interested it, if anyone was going to uh, no, be able to shed more light on it, right, it well, was going to be you, so I was just to, interested. If anybody wants to email in on the Superman curse, not tonight because we're not here, but no. during the week, radio at starburstmagazine.com. Radio at starburstmagazine.com. Please email in on the Superman curse, and I'll be happy to have a a go at this with you and rip you to pieces over <laughs> it, because you are wrong and you are full of nonsense to even think that such a thing exists. I don't think we're going to get many emails on that, to be honest. No, I want it. Bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. I want to be proved wrong. I do. Right. This is one of them. So Talking what, about proving wrong, yes. it, uh, the um, Charlie Chaplin thing. Last week that we mentioned, oh, well, have you I looked into to, it? I haven't looked into it yet. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, I haven't had chance because it's a not that long since the last show, actually. But they, hence the pre-recording paradox that's going yeah. on here. Um, Apparently, yeah. it was a, a, a seaman's hearing aid that she was wearing. Well, I will look into this. Yeah, and I will because I believe that uh, 
that, that I believe that they were around at the time. Yeah. But it still doesn't explain why she's talking into it. <laughs> you, so you 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 want to prefer you you prefer to believe the? Uh, it just looks travel. weird. It looks yeah. it doesn't look like a hearing aid to me. It looks like she's talking into a mobile phone, which I admit is crazy yeah. and impossible. But a hearing aid, why would she be talking into it? Maybe she's a bit eccentric and she's just talking to herself and happens to have a hearing aid. But she's got a hearing aid to her, her ear and she's walking down the street on her own. When when would you put that to your ear? Because in a hearing aid now, you haven't just clipped into on, your ear. Yeah. I yeah, don't know how they it, used um, to work. Well, I'll I'll throw this at we, you. We, yeah. we have to look into this further, don't right. we? I'll give you my hypothesis on that hearing aid, yeah? Yeah. You've got them clipped into your ear now, and that's a, that, that's come around in the 50s, 60s, 70s. They used to be massive, monstrous, yeah? Them little ones that are now tucked behind the ear. Yeah. They were a massive breakthrough in technology, yeah? Now, the ones that you're talking about, and back then, yeah, 80 years ago, yeah, it will be about the size of that, maybe mobile phone size or bigger, but she wouldn't be carrying it next to her ear all the time. Right. She'd have it on her, and if someone talked to her, she'd bring it uh, up to her head. Okay. But she's right. just walking down the street on her own. Right. What, she want to miss, She don't want to miss out. It's not a parabolic microphone. She can't <laughs> listen in to people on a corner going, ooh, uh, chatting each other up or something, yeah. a little pervy old woman. It's, so I did, did find these it things come, come after those little trumpets that... Used to say, well, yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, again, you wouldn't have that stuck in your ear all day, like <laughs> you know, like the HMV logo, would you? <laughs> you know, it, it wouldn't happen. So, I have no idea. Well, I'm, we need to, yeah, you need sorting out, obviously, yeah, because uh, there's some people take this seriously. The people, you know, I get emails about wanting to write articles on time travel for the magazine. I've had two this week. Oh, two, okay, <sighs> one of them's. One of them's a bit bit odd. Right. Oh, it's a bit odd. Does he believe in this Chaplin thing as well? He believes in Doctor Who. He what? He thinks it's real. Ooh. He's explaining the whole thing, that, that people don't realise it's based on something that's actually happened. Oh. Yeah, I've okay. had that. I've, I've had a read of it. I, oh. I, it's, it's something like 30 pages bloody long, you know. So I'm not I'm not getting too much. Have into he sent that. his details to the authorities? Oh, God sakes, it's it's one of them. I don't want to put people off applying to be a writer for Starburst. By all means, please make pitch your tent on my front lawn and let's <laughs> see what you've got. But please, you know, it's got to be it's got to be sounding like you're not on meds. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, by the time you've finished reading all this, you'll end up on them. You know, it's like. I'm all for conspiracy theories. I mean, there are a lot of shows on Manchester Radio that that cope with that and deal with it. And I believe that um, Tony Filer has quite a few people on. He, yeah, he was he's on last before week, us. Yeah. He, he may very well have had some guests on of that ilk before yeah. our show this evening, but yeah. we don't know because we're not here. We usually say, hi, Tony, as yeah. we do the changeover, but this week, no. We see we're missing Tony now. We're yeah, missing everything. I know. It doesn't feel right, does it? Don't feel right, guys. No. It don't feel right. I'm hoping that that you're going to help us out here by making this a successful show with lots of viewing figures and yep. everything, and then people will realise. Well, you know what? We can just stick stick a recording on instead of them two jokers, <laughs> which which would be really hurtful. It's our life work. This. Oh dear. You know what? We we better finish that Come one. On, that w- that w- that one news segment that we started about fifteen minutes what, ago. What, and what was that about? It was about the crow. Remember? Yeah, the crow. Yeah. Well, well, are they making it? They re- it they're about? rebooting it. Yeah, with uh, Bradley Cooper. 
of the A team. Uh, yeah, I yeah, like him. Alias. I like him. Limitless recently and yeah. the Hangover. Yeah, I hangover like him. Two. Yeah, he's, he's a, not. Deep he's all right. Broody. I can't really see him guy, as the crow, though. No, he's not. Unless, broody, is he? and maybe you can uh, clarify this. Mm. Um, we well, you know the crow was supposed to take on the persona of whoever it was. That's where I was going with it. So, in the comic books, are there many, many people who became yeah. the crow? Well, and not many, not, but there's enough. Are they always moody it's goths? Not a huge. It's not a massively huge comic book character. There's no. the misnomer that people have about this they seem to think that the crow is like in comic book terms you'll speak to a comic book fan like me someone who reads them all the time and, yeah. and that um he's a massive character like the flash batman superman but but he ain't really no. the, so he wasn't a even recurring was, was it dark horse right it's it's like the rocketeer yeah He's, he's one of these cool comic book characters that that there's a mini series of once every eight years when people yeah. remember the character and then they go, oh, we haven't done something with that character for it. And Dark Horse will generally... Mm. Dark Horse tend to do a lot of these. Yeah. Dark Horse tend to to deal with this... Marvel and DC are very into their mainstream universe, yeah? yeah. And that's it. And if it's something like a comic book character or, or a movie adaptation or, or that something that doesn't fit in with all that, Dark Horse tend to do it. Hence, they're doing season eight Buffy and, and they're very well suited to it. They tend to work well. I think their, their ethos as well is that, that people come on board and they're treated very, very, very well, I think. Yeah, I think it's one of those comic book labels that allows the creator to, um, yeah. to retain the rights to the character. Like, mm. like Image, if you work for Image Comics and you uh, come up with a character yeah. you've wherever you go if you yeah. if you move to another label you've always got the rights to those characters yeah, because because yeah. they because at the end of the day the guy that formed that company yeah. has been burned. <coughs> yeah. He's been burned, and he doesn't want to do that to another artist. And yeah. I, I respect that very much. Yeah. So that's where you did de- what you're dealing with there. But they they uh, yeah. The Crow is a character that every eight years or ten years, six years, whatever, there'll be a long period where it'll be in print. They'll they'll do a mini series. And then they might then do another mini series after that, and then and then they'll he won't see the light of day, and and generally yeah, it's supposed to be a new character. But the problem yeah. is that look that he had for the first one that look That's with ingrained, long that, leather coat. Yeah. See, see, everyone goes on about like I wear, I always wear long leather coats, and I wore them before any of these films. I've been wearing them since I was twenty, just because you know what they keep you warm. Yeah, yeah, simple. And and then I got first of all, if you walking down the street, it's like oh the crow, <laughs> and then then it Matrix. It's still the Matrix, isn't it? Now it's the Matrix. Yeah, yeah but the crow was the one prior to the Matrix. Right. Yeah, between nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety to to ninety seven. I was the crow, yeah. Right. And then I was the Matrix, you right. know, which do you prefer? Soul. I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm close to burying my fist in someone's <laughs> face the next time someone yeah. even remotely says it. It gets to me. But it's it's one of them, it's it's just irritating, isn't it? Yeah. You you wear something and then some some someone wears it in a film and then all of a sudden, Oh, you just you don't like him. I yeah. mean I feel really sorry for this guy, you go he um he's a good friend of ours and he comes in um, one of the clubs and bars. He's, he's t- like he used to come out and he'd be like ninety six, ninety seven. First time I met him, and he 
always did himself up sort of like Navajo Indian, lots of ribbons everywhere, lots of stuff everywhere. I think I've seen this yeah. guy, yeah. And then, um, and he's he's like, bloody hell, you know, he, he, you'd come in a room and you'd be looking at him like, bloody hell, you know, that that guy you must take him like three hours to get ready to go out at night. <laughs> and then obviously now all he gets is, oh, it's Jack Sparrow. I've definitely seen him. And that's what I mean. That's the, it. The I, I thought he was going people for... Bloody the mainstream is yeah. a cruel beast. <laughs> it can steal your identity. Yeah, yeah, can steal your identity and and turn you into a laughing stock, <laughs> and without you having a bloody say in it whatsoever. So, right. So, did we finish the article? I forgot. I think we've. That's that. You know. So we, is that we news went, we, then? Well, I guess I think we should crack on. I think with we the need to crack stuff. on yeah. with that. With there movies. we go. That was a, that was a one-line news headline. That, but uh, right, we're going to do via how many subjects there? I've lost count yeah. of where that. Well, there went. we go. The, the crows, that, the I crows like coming back by the shambolic nature and structure Quite of this charming. show is part. Yeah, it's part. It's yeah. got to be part of its charm because yeah. it's got very, very little else going for it other than that. Passion, variety, freedom. ManchesterRadioOnline.com I can't confront the doubts I had I can't admit that maybe the past was better 
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Saturday, 11pm until 2am. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news. Don't forget to check out our website on www.starburstmagazine.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio. Well, I've got some bad news, Chris, I'm afraid. What's that? Yeah, we deal. We got a bit of a problem. I think we're dealing with a, um, a curse of starburst. Oh, I got I got an electricity bill and a runny nose. <sighs> the what, curse what I, lives. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's going to spread now. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that was responsible for that weird throat thing I had earlier. I man. think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's how yeah. these things start. You see. Uh-oh. Shouldn't, you got, you shouldn't, got me worried now. Shouldn't dismiss them out <laughs> of hand. <laughs> Right, well, we're on to films, and we, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a sort of, um, I wouldn't say we drew straws, but it certainly felt like I'd got the longer straw yeah. and you'd got the shorter straw. Yeah, that, I saw uh, your text message, you, know, yeah. you, were, you were loving it, I you? thought it was I've funny. Got a code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, In your no, face. I, I, I was hoping that you were going to say that you were going to see Your Highness, because right. I wanted to see Source Code. I'd, yeah, I'd, uh, well, I wanted to see it as well, so, obviously, but... So uh, I'll tell you what, I'll let, I'll let you go first then, because I was expecting this highness. to be you uh, going, Damn you! Yeah. Ah, I had such a bad night! And not at all. I had okay. so much fun. I, I'm quite aware that this movie has had a massive kick in. You mm. know, uh, but uh, I've not, I don't think I've seen a single good review for it. But well, what's the pro- what are their issues with it then? Their issues are that yeah, it's maybe just tell people what it's about. A well, bit. it's what's uh, it about? Your, your Highness is a uh, it's a, it's a parody of all the eighties uh, sword and sorcery movies like Krull, yeah. Princess Bride, Labyrinth, hmm. but starring and written by Danny McBride, who most people know as uh, Kenny Powers yeah. in Eastbound and Down, hmm. and many many Will Ferrell. Projects. Mm. And he essentially he essentially always plays the same character. Yeah, uh, and this is no exception. But if you like his uh, uh, immature man-child shtick, arrogant asshole shtick, then then it's it's uh, he's playing the same character in this, you know. And you, you you're gonna you're gonna love it. I I like he's bounding down. I love it. Um. But it just transplants that character into this uh, sword and sorcery setting. Uh, it's quite, it's very juvenile, puerile okay. humour. Uh, a lot, it's quite filthy. Okay, so it's getting critically panned. Is it bombing at the box office? I don't think it's done very well at all, no. Mm. Um, it's hard to fight that, isn't it? When when uh, sometimes you get a film that, no matter how many bad reviews you write about it, it's got the zeitgeist and everyone's going seeing it and I people want to yeah. see it. Usually, if it's a child oriented film with 3D, you you don't matter about the reviews, does it? I mean, no, sometimes. not at all. Apart from Mars Needs Mums. Yeah. 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 No, but we, we, we discussed that, last, that last the, week, the yeah. creepy nature of that Nobody type of... Nobody went to see that movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this movie, I don't understand... I don't think people knew what that film was about, I'll be honest. Who? What? Mars Needs Moms. I don't think people knew. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. people were put off by the title as well. Awful. Yeah, it, do, it just doesn't make much sense, does it? 
Now, the this this film, I must admit, I, the, the poster looks good, and and anything with Natalie Portman in Natalie Portman was excellent as she's always, just brilliant, isn't yeah. she? And no yep. matter what she's in, it, it it takes it up. It sort of adds a star to the review, oh, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The the fact that she read the script and said, "Yep, this is quality. Sign me up." Yeah, you know, it is a, a stamp of uh, stamp of approval, isn't it? You know. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I don't understand why people are. I mean, it is the trailer. You saw the trailer, and that got a really good response, especially the the uh, the red band trailer that was, yeah. you know, a little bit naughtier than the the theatrical trailer that mm-hmm. we all saw. I mean, that got a huge response, and it's very indicative of the whole film. So if you enjoyed the 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 red band trailer, I can't see where your problem would lie. Oh, obviously, there's there's a little over-reliance on, you know, spicy language uh, just thrown in willy-nilly, uh, sometimes in, in lieu of an actual punchline. They'd, you know, they'd just bust out an F-bomb. Yeah. You know? No, I I, I understand But there, were, there was a lot more to enjoy. I mean, even without all the... Uh, uh, all the uh, the racy jokes and and whatnot. It was quite it was it was quite a good adventure film in its own right. You know, if this sounds a good film. I mean, there, yeah, this you you. I think you'd really like this movie because you so. get all the references. Yeah, you've even got his uh, little. Remember the Clockwork Owl in Clash yeah. of the Titans? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a little Clockwork Sparrow. That, yeah, that's his that's his friend. Uh, the Cyclops is in it. You know, there's, there's, you, you'd get all right. the references. Yeah. So it's, it's it, out of ten. What would you give it? Out of ten. Expected uh, and then ex- actual. Well, expected. It was uh, five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after seeing all oh, the initial yeah, reaction, that as well. Yeah, it yeah. kind of dropped. Um, but coming out seven. Okay. Very happy. I had to see it on my own. Yeah. That was a. I was a little bit sad, but uh, I had one. I had a great time on my own. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. Well, I I saw Source Code, and yep. Source Code, I I was expecting something from this film because well, sheer sheer value or volume rather not value of of the reviews out there. I mean, I haven't read them. I, I try to stay away from reviews of something that I'm going to yeah. go in and, and see, because some of them, they can, they can sort of yeah, ruin me it a too. bit. I, I, I try to make sure that the reviews for the for Starburst are very spoiler-free. We yeah. pride ourselves on, on being informative, maybe cutting through some of the chaff and getting to the wheat for you, where you can have a general look at this film and have an idea that, yeah, this film might be, if you've got to choose between three films, maybe we'll steer you towards the best one of those to spend your money on if you're only going to get to see one. Um, The... I'm aware most people go cinema not as many times as, in a week as we do, and yeah. and that's that's how it is. So it's quite expensive now. Yeah, as well, well this it, is the know? thing. So you don't want to be. You don't. I'm not saying it's ever a waste to go and see a film, even if you see a really terrible one. Sometimes mm. it can have some entertainment value yeah. for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but yeah. the I I'm I've sort of avoided uh, too much because I thought it's a co- quite a complicated plot. This and if you start giving too much of it away, then uh, ruin it. But I was aware that the reviews have been monstrously good of, yeah. of this film, and every single person I know that that's been to see had been 
seeing it when it opened on opening night was saying, yes, that that's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Now it comes hot on the heels of the um, adjustment bureau. And, and I saw some similarities in the sort of style of it, and I was pretty right on that, in that it's it's got an almost Hitchcock feeling to it. Okay. The the beginning of it is is amazingly Hitchcock, down to the music and the the just the style of the panning in on the city. It reminds me of many of opening sequences from Hitchcock movies right. and and sort of vertigo type feel to it. The the credits are very Hitchcock as well. The very they just slide across the bottom of the uh, soul screen bass. and all that. It's just great. Was that the soul bass? Yeah. Did he used to do the credits for Hitchcock? Yeah, stuff? you, you, you. Yeah. Then there was uh, he, he had a big hand in all right of that. that. It, it, Hitchcock himself was. Right. He was in into all that. He he saw the credit sequences as quite artistic in their own right, not mm. just some way of going. Yeah, there's the film, here's who's in it. Let's get on with it. Yeah. Um, personally, I like <clears throat> I like a good credit sequence. I don't. I. Oh, Your Highness had an appalling credit sequence, by the way. That, that, that was tonally all wrong. For oh, what right, they were going for, yeah, but. It's hard to do that. Yeah. Well, I well some films like you say they did with a I grew up. I'm massive oh, no, monster James, James Bond fan. Yeah, you see, I'm with you on that. So, so you, to me, the they they create the James Bond films create a cover yeah. for the book with their credit sequences. Oh, that's what, what that's that an is, excellent way to look at it. That's what that's what that is. Th those books where you'd be wandering round, and I was too young to see the pan novels or any of that, but I'm aware that the book on the shelf with the pretty girl and the the gun or the whatever would be on the front cover of that yeah. was quite. Appealing. Those they were they were fought out the book covers, yeah, for the Bondy and Fleming Bond right. novels, and they tried to reflect this in those early Bond films. And luckily, they've carried that forward. And they, they yeah, they try and give you a book cover that moves for four minutes while the Bond songs on, and that's they're always it, excellent. Um, the music, they, yeah, they're variable. They're variable. You'll see some that are better than others. Um, really, really like. Let's say Quantum of Solace. What a shame. Excellent Bond song, really one of the best I'd heard for quite some time. Who did time. that one? It was um, oh Alicia Keys oh, and right. okay. um, yeah, I remember White, White Stripes. Yeah. yeah, it was it Interesting was good. Choice. It was it was it was well the uh, the story is that uh, Amy Winehouse was doing it with Ronson and they did the first version of it and she went down that usual path of having some breakdown in the middle of doing it and going off on a bender for a week is she still alive yeah she's still alive yeah if you call it living i haven't heard from her for That's years. Them. that was a bit deep wasn't it um <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just how it's just um it's just how it is i mean sometimes there's some people in this world and you you get sick of you get sick of reading about yeah, it, all, don't you? You get Jordan. sick of reading it. I'm sick of reading Lindsay Lohan yeah. stories. That's why I was a bit skeptical about that news story before. I, I can't see anyone employing her. It's it, for a big film like that to commit to an amount of time with somebody who's going to be going off on one every five minutes. Yeah. I mean, she's a problem in many ways in that she goes to the press with it all as well, yeah. which is, is not what you want. You don't want... If there's any fractures or or problems on set or problem in making something, that is the last thing you want. 
I can tell you from a business perspective that yeah. if I've got a business problem and something, a project we're on or whatever, it's not going right. The yeah, you can get through most anything except the person that's running around gossiping to everyone about it all. Because by the time you then th- then what happens is it reaches another level. It reaches a, a weird level where the the problem might have been say twenty percent of the problem, yeah, it might be 20%, and then they'll elevate it to be 60% of what it is. They just amplify it 10 times because they'll tell stories to someone who then then repeats that and then repeats that, and she's that sort of person. And you can tell that by the way that everything's so bloody public. And and you get uh, Megan Fox does the same thing as well. Where you, she's having a few issues and a bit of an argument. She can't just have an argument with a director. She has to go moan into the newspapers. Go, oh, he's not. He's terrible, and he's a he's shit like Hitler, Michael Bay, and, and all the rest of it. Working with Michael Bay is like working with Hitler. Yeah, she great. Said. Well, she can't act, so he's he's a good director. He's, he's a good director because he if gets, he got a performance, he out, got a well, performance. did he get a performance out of her? Or did sort he just of. get a performance out of her ass? Yeah, well, there's always that, that, that just there. featured more. Pro, featured but I'm just saying that the 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 credits. The fact credit is sequence. that she does take the problem offset, oh, and, we and going they back. all do, and yeah. and she he's uh, he might be getting slagged off for being a bad director, but yeah, it's what you got to work with. Yeah. Sometimes I would argue that uh, if he's got if if for example he had Natalie Portman on there acting, I don't think he'd be acting like Hitler, would he? No. I think he'd probably be going, "There you go, Natalie. Yeah. I'll see as you've read." the script have you okay right we'll She's be rolling in a minute yep. good fine good yeah i can imagine when megan megan clueless clueless megan fox enters the set yeah i can't imagine i can imagine but i wouldn't want to be there yeah i wouldn't want to be there so that that's the thing so on the on source code we've we've got a great start it's very hitchcock the yeah. whole thing it reads it's like a philip k dick novel it, it's just so similar i mean the tone of this film and the tone of of the adjustment bureau is really similar and they're very different and and all the rest of it the the things that go on but they do have at the the core a cool idea philip k dick novels have probably a central cool idea and then the and he's that good a wordsmith that he crafts something around that and you end up with genius and that's the adjustment bureau that cool idea was the bureau itself and that it's been there all along and it's been interfering with people's lives and you never knew it and the the way that they'd go in and out of all the doorways throughout the city and you had to wear the hats to go through them, and it's it's a cracking film. I mean, I, mean, I can't do that. The justice. stuff with the hats was that in the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you got you got it. Look, they, they they that's one of the most faithful adaptations of his work because you go like Total Recall, nothing really like the book. And I've got to say this: Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? You could film that now, and it wouldn't be Blade Runner. Right? Okay, it could be Blade Runner, but it doesn't have to be. They played liberties with that and they made a fantastic film but that actual book was quite different and some of the characters were very different some of the characters didn't exist as such and you you had a cracking he's a cracking novelist and and he's very 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 yeah you never replace him he's he's something else recall yeah you were just saying that um it's it's nothing like the arnold schwarzenegger uh, movie yeah 
It's a short uh, story. Yeah. There's a novel. I've heard that, but is it is it is the short story anything to do with Mars? Because I read the other day that the the new Total Recall uh, remake yeah. has got nothing to do with I, Mars. So. I haven't read it for about fifteen years. That and right. I can't quite remember, but I I don't think it did. I'll, off the top of my head, I don't remember it having anything to do with that. I think you. I think I thought that it was but yeah. only because i'd seen the film first yeah. i hadn't i hadn't read the book then but whereas when i saw blade runner i had read do android's dream of electric sheep and and i sort of had a good judge going in so i didn't know how much of total recall was uh him and not but i believe me hoping, it was yeah. massively that there's very very little of that what book. was can you remember what the title of the philip k dick short story was um, it was something so uh, we, uh, we buy we can wholesale yeah 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 there we go that that's the title there you the, go. Between us, if you can hear that <laughs> yeah. you've got the title That'll do. so so no on the whole very very good it was about uh he, he, he starts out with um with with Jake, I have to say another Jake, name. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. You see, I um, I have pronounced it of Gyllenhaal. So Gyllenhaal, you pronounce it, okay? I've always said Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm Gyllenhaal. I'm sure now. it's Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I like him anyway. He's good. I'm He's not in... so sure about Gyllenhaal. I don't mind. I like him. Donnie Darko. I've, I've yet. I've, I've okay. not seen him in anything well, decent since. Well, I think he he's very good in this, and, right. and he good. and I've got to say. This in this film, he's in every scene bar about twenty thirty seconds. Yeah. I think he's he's in pretty much every scene the the entire film. I've never seen a film more centered around a person, and he's in every shot. So you've got him all there. If you don't like him, then you've got to Forget have an awful it. time with this film because <laughs> he's there all the way through it. It doesn't cut away from him for very long at all, in, and and it's based around him. He keeps he's got to thwart a bomb plot on a train, and he comes round in a body that's not his, it, and then he he gets eight minutes shots at solving it and he has to keep going back to those same eight minutes and that's the basic premise it's really really well well done um it sounds like a groundhog day yeah to me. The, michelle uh, monaghan yeah michelle monaghan um if i remember correctly was she in mission impossible three three yeah but she she's very good in it the, the cast is really good and i do i do like the the captain the, the vera farmiga she's excellent yeah she she was very 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 good and you know you've you've got just everything going on all around this central concept and he's got these eight minute shots very much like like um what were you saying then it was uh, like it reminds me of groundhog day and quantum leap it was groundhog day quantum leap was the one that i thought of first yeah because yeah? when when he kept doing it and bouncing into the body i'm i'm like oh wow it's like that and the bit where he even did the bit where he's looking in the mirror and it's someone else's yeah. face and that, that pure quantum leap the show, wasn't it? and then and then i noticed at one stage the character that he's jumped into get phones his dad yeah to tell him who that that his son loved him and various things resolved some plot issues and and his dad answers and it's Scott Bakula no and and a lot of people I don't think anyone noticed that at all and and I thought that was his voice I was pretty sure it was and then I sort of waited I just waited to the credits oh, and, then, what an, and it was him and it yeah. was him that's yeah. what so a I think brilliant be, little cheeky reference be, there they that's, must be that's aware lovely. yeah they must be aware of the 
the sort of that's um, the first uh, first I've heard about that. No, yeah. well that's yeah. that's that was definite. That that's that was a Starburst exclusive. That, so yeah. Uh, yeah, Scott Bakula was it was the character's dad, and, right. and obviously we know that he was leaping through time yep. for quite some he was well, he's quite still, some time. He's, he's still leaping, isn't he? Well, you've seen the, that last that's, episode. That's the, uh, there's a bone of contention. If ever a third one for the future. Quantum Leap, final episode. Oh, dear. Why? How how was it received? I remember absolutely loving it. I was in tears. A lot, lot of people were very upset by by that, yeah. yeah. Because the the, the sudden nature of the show got cancelled and they just thought that was... I was just very harsh. And that they they felt it was really harsh that he never ever got yeah, to go a, home. It's a tragic ending. He sacrificed himself for mm. his friend Al, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I, yeah, some people were very upset. They, they found they were upset, touched by it, like you were, but yeah. they thought it was very sad, and that that he deserved to uh, get some sort of happiness at the end of all that. Well, that he what's did. What's wrong with a tragic ending? You know, those are the more interesting, surely. Well, I think Shakespeare would agree with you on yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, well, we'll uh, we will get back. I'll give you my my notes on this. Let me think. Uh, my thing now. Um, eight expected eight out of ten. Oh right, actual, so you're very excited about going to see yeah, this movie. Yeah, actual eight out of ten. Ooh. Eight and eight. Perfect. I give it definitely. Maybe I would I would go over maybe eight and a half, but I don't do half. So no, we'll let's not. We won't do that. Nah. But. After we get back, I think we need to have a little chat about that other film that I've been going on about as well, and we can chat about uh, the guy who's, who shall remain, remain nameless by me, Joaquin. Oh, yeah. Did I get it right? Not quite. No? Is he he's not a whacker? <laughs> Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers.
better than ever. Two men at odds in a world of insatiable obsession. If you went into a black hole, where would you go? If you haven't been, go. The Odd Couple. We couldn't get anyone else. ManchesterRadioOnline.com Call 0161 665 ManchesterRadioOnline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio, the least focused and most dysfunctional radio broadcasting <laughs> broadcasting history. To be honest yeah, with you, I have no accurate. idea, no idea where where the structure of this show is going at all. Yeah. The, that last point, then we went from the credit sequences of of a film and ended up all over the place. We've had Superman curses. We've had all bond sorts of things again. Going on. A lot of Bond coverage. Yeah, yeah, I can't help it. You know. No. Can't help it. It's like I'm, I'm like got to have twitching a in the episode. corner. Twitching in the Let's corner. Get it all out of your system. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's huge, isn't it, James Bond? It's big. It's brilliant. Yeah. All the great things about it. <laughs> you know? Anyway, back, back to things that are possibly not as great, but. I, I, yeah, I've got some mixed views on the next film. Right, and, what, and what, it's been, you, what is it? What have right, you been well, watching? It's, it's the phenomena of, of Joaquim. Joaquim? Joaquim? Wha- right, Joaquin. let's get this sorted out first. Mr. Phoenix, yep. who pronounced, his first name is J-O-A-Q-U-I-N. Um, can you fill in people about his, where, who he is and where he's come from? Who he is, where he's come from. He's the brother of uh, River Phoenix. He's from the... Yeah. Yeah, he's from the Phoenix family. He used yeah. to be called Leaf Phoenix, yeah. I believe. Should this we just call him Leaf me. Right. from Leaf, now on? Leaf Phoenix changed his name to Joaquim. Yeah. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, as much as he might be a great actor or whatever and all the rest of it, I'm sorry, but what's all that about? I have and no yet idea. You, you don't, don't beat yourself up for Rafe, not being a... Rafe Fiennes Oh, Ralph. Co- Colin Powell. Yeah. Not Colin. Yeah. Colin and not Ralph. And, and now we've got him doing this. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I know I'm a bit of a hypocrite. I'm on here. Yeah, it's Mike Royce because I'm not, I don't use my first name because it's Jordan Michael Royce. It's actually a bit, a bit, a bit more than that to it, actually. I've, 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 have you seen my driving license? No, I have not, no. No, there, there's, there's the, full, the full name. But there, you can understand why at, at school at the age I was going in, Jordan, like, female oh, okay. name, so. Jordan Michael Royce the third. Yeah. Ooh. See why it's cut down. It's Mike <laughs> Royce. Yeah, it's, it's easier to remember, isn't it? So, yeah. so I have. Um, I do understand that you have to. Yeah, like it's easier on the on the site and in the mag. I just go, oh, Jordan Royce. I can't be bothered explaining all that. But when people I'm friends with, I just go, oh, just call me Mike, will you? Yeah. That's the name I always use. But it, it actually works quite well because I'll be getting a, a phone call, and if I get a voicemail on my phone, and it's oh yes, uh, just a message, sir, Mr. Jordan Royce. Can you oh, give a ring to? Whoever does that mean yet? it's bad? Well, no, it just means it's some salesperson trying ah. to flog me somewhere who doesn't know me. You right. see. Because otherwise it'd be, oh, Mike Royce, can you give me a ring? Well, it's they'll all, know yeah. now, though. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. 
and oh, get the inside track on to how <laughs> to get me to damn well answer my phone to you. Right. Well, so, anyway. Wah- Wahim So Wahim is yeah, Wahim now. Famous whatever. actor. And then he Quite decides, a celebrated actor as yeah, well. Yeah, he was. Very, very, very yeah. much so. And then he decides that uh, he's have, he seems to be having a breakdown and he decides amidst a myriad of conflicting stories that he's become a hip-hop star yeah. and that he's dropping out of the scene. And this happened in 2008. He, yeah, did he, you see his Letterman appearance? Is that in the movie? I did see his Letterman appearance I've, and it I, is in the movie. I yeah. actually saw saw that when I it was originally that. went out. I yeah. saw that as well. Now, the, the he grew his hair long, he started to look like a caveman, he started wearing black <laughs> dark glasses, he started wearing a beard, to the point where even in pop culture people were dressing up like that, just to, yeah. he bec- that look became synonymous with a star that was burning out, yeah. Yeah, I'd gone a bit off the rails. And, and then a word came out, well... There's a documentary being filmed about this yeah. by Casey Affleck, yeah. and that it could just be a con, and it might just be a whole setup, mm. sort of like a spoof or a joke. And then when I watched the Letterman, I saw him on Letterman. I thought, well, it's very odd. It could be an act, or it he could genuinely be losing it and being going a bit mental. Yeah, the whole so, the whole interview looked very awkward. Letterman it looked... was awful. He, he, Letterman said at one stage, he went, "Yeah, it's a shame you couldn't be here as well." Yeah, yeah, and um, and he was being nice to him, but he was he just looked. Completely. It was quite barbed, though, wasn't it? Well, yeah. uh, you know, when he thanked him for, for yeah. coming on the show. You yeah. Know, it, is, it was quite sar- sarcastic yeah. there. Yeah. And know, please come back. Yeah. And, uh, the, yeah, the whole thing was just horrible, wasn't it? To it watch. was car crash television. So then the question is, is it, is it, is it a hoax or not? Well, yeah. This is being filmed for about two and a half years. Mm. And then the film's about to come out and it comes out. And a week before, it was a week Casey before, Affleck yeah. decides, hi, yeah, just to let you all know, it was a hoax, and yeah. the, the, the film of the hoax is out in a week's time. Now, if they'd have just How done bizarre. it as a documentary saying, uh, and, and you didn't know whether it was a hoax or not, you would have gone to see it and f- just to see the meltdown. Yeah. yeah. Now, when it, he let go that it was... I'm not saying that that affected its box office. Maybe no one wanted to see it anyway, yeah? But the, the film bombed. So Big he time. went through three, two and a half to three years of, of sheer hell. And when you actually watch this, this is the bit where I'm going to say there's some interesting stuff to this film, yeah? Um, it it's He's gone through three years of hell. It's got to be for something. And then if the film bombs, it's kind of a bit like, oh, God, dear me. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's a bit, oh, dear. Because if I did something like this, I know when, yeah, I'm going to pretend to be a real raving lunatic that's involved in business and everything starts going really wrong. And then I again go, no, mean, I'm only if, kidding. If you were going no to one be... cares and no one goes to, to see it. What's the point of going through all that? Yeah. Um, yeah. He goes through a very, very unpleasant period in this film. I I find the film interesting because of that alone. The fact that he subjected himself to all this misery for the period and had to play it straight. And he, there's even sequences in it. it. It goes all the way through as if it's real. I mean, there's sequences with him and his right-hand man. I mean, I'm just... Um, just I wrote it down here, the, the, the guy's uh, name. I mean, he, he, his mate is James Olmos out of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. He's in it. And there's this... Bizarre five minutes where he's out at the flat and he starts talking to him, going, you know, about drops of water, 
and about reverberations in life and all spiritual moment <laughs> between the two right. of them. And you're like, this is weird. This is really weird. And then there's other Almost bits. is playing himself, right? Yes, he yeah, was. Okay, yeah, good. Because he's quite a distinctive-looking fella. There, there are a lot of famous people in it, yeah. you know, and, and they all come round to see him. And, and, um, and P. Diddy, he contacts him to do his rap record. Yeah, right. and then he ends up at his apartment with him, and then he starts going on, and it's a bizarre conversation. Now, the weird, the weird thing is, obviously, the the performances of hip hop. He starts doing them at Las Vegas clubs. Yeah, right. And yeah, it's it's just bloody hell. They they're awful. I mean, they're awful, and 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 you're talking about that was difficult to watch him on. Um, Letterman. On, on on Letterman, yeah. Well, that's nothing compared to watching the live performances. I've, I've, not, seen any, I've Vegas, not seen any of yeah, these. Vegas, right? So it's in these big, really, really posh places, and he's doing all that. But then, but then the weird thing is, at the very end of it, he does one of these shows, and it's all right, you know. Oh, does he event? Does he get better as, uh, well, as the well, as the years get on? I did. You watched the one at the end, and I was listening to him going. This is all right. This right. music, it's actually pretty good, and he was actually rapping really well. And it was, it was a mess, but it was a really entertaining mess, yeah. Right. That you'd probably buy an album of and listen to, maybe. And and then uh, I think he thought it was going a bit too well, and then he he sort of engineers an argument with someone in the crowd, and then got jumps off and starts fighting with the crowd, and there's a massive scrap, yeah. All real. Yeah, all real. Yeah, but. But I think that's because it was going too good. He was actually coming across as really quite all right, and and it. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. So it was all all con, and this film is sort of a testament to it. It ends with him sort of licking his wounds at the end of it all, and he goes to spend some time with his dad, and there's some quaint, really quaint scenes there, and some weird footage, and and it's quite poignant and very sad. But the whole thing has an era of it where if this was real, this would be an amazing piece of film. Yeah. Because it's d- documenting uh, what, disintegration what, what, yeah. of someone yeah. from in the public eye. Yeah. yeah. And it's great, but it's not real. So what what's the point in it? I mean, I don't know. Is it was I've it was it funny that I'm glad I've watched? Yeah. Was it funny as an argument with his kind of like right-hand guy, I can't remember his name now. He he's um he he treats him really 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 badly and saying that he uh, I shit on you or something like that. He was saying to him so when he's in bed he does defecate on on what? Joaquin on in the bed uh, while he's in bed asleep and then he wakes up all choking because he's horrible in it and oh. and uh, that was a bit of a weird bond. There was lots of bits like that <laughs> yeah, though. Like when, bit, he's, yeah. when he's talking to some of these stars I must say I was a bit curious as to are they in on it? Who's in on the in joke, on it? yeah. It, does uh, Ben Stiller make an appearance? Ben Stiller's in it. I think he's in on the joke. Right. Hard to tell. Bad to tell who's in on it. It's very clever, but again, I, I'm glad I've seen it, but I don't know what it is, and I don't know what I've seen. Yeah. I know yeah. it's all right, and I know that if it had been genuine, I'd be saying that this is an amazing documentary. Why didn't they just leave it as a mystery as to whether this was real well, or not? Well, because he needs to get work, Chris. <laughs> he needs to well, get work, doesn't he? He's got... He there has was, there was no need to put it yeah, to well, be so publicly, assume, though. Right, Pete, if he did After not, all that time. If he did just release this film and didn't come clean, and when... This is where I'm I'm a bit like, you know my little phrase from before? Uh, 
little Manchester phrase, the shitbag shuffle. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like yep. he's done that a little bit in that he's all brave and he's gone in and done this amazing thing and as an experiment, it's... I mean, he has put himself through sheer hell, yeah. And then here we are. He then, at the end, he goes, oh, he's only kidding. But they don't say that do in that the movie, be- though, do they? No, they don't say no. it in the movie. You can watch this film and just take it as it's real, yeah. and that's it. And you would just assume, but yeah, you'd never phone him up for an acting role <laughs> after this if you didn't know it was a fake. Yeah. But because of this, you probably would, because you'd like, yeah, that was pretty. That was very that was well convincing. Acted. Yeah, yeah, he was very good. It takes some, but uh, it's weird. It's weird. Andy Kaufman used to do this kind of yeah, thing he, all the time. Yeah, this is an Andy Kaufman-esque... I mean, if this guy is not familiar with his back catalogue, I'd be gobsmacked because yeah, it's so sure. similar. So similar to, to what what he does. I, mean, I, I, I always thought this movie was... Um, I was always suspicious as to how real it was. Yeah, only because... I was as well. Casey, Casey Affleck, mm. he was a, uh, you know, he was, he was a star on the rise. He'd just done the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, yeah. where he played Robert Ford, and yeah. he was getting uh, uh, critical praise, quite rightly, as yeah. well, uh, you know, left, right and centre. Uh, and then to dedicate two years of his life and his you know yeah uh his career mm. uh to following his mate around with a camera uh, it struck me as very odd the whole thing career suicide the whole thing uh spectacularly well that's easy for me to say spectacularly backfired yeah. on on the people involved yeah although i've get, i'm i'm all over the place emotionally about what I'm supposed to feel about this entire endeavour from start to finish. I it's 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 crackingly funny and an amazing idea. So if me and you discussed doing this and we were quite famous and we said right, one of us is going to just do a fake breakdown and we'll film it and we'll do For that. It sounds awesome, doesn't yeah. it? And and yet it it's got to have some purpose though, yeah. hasn't it? And it's not really. It's sort of just t- totally fizzled out at the at the payoff bit to me the film was the payoff yeah and it it just didn't no one went to see it strange so if you're telling a joke in an empty room it ain't funny it, <laughs> yeah. and that and that's the, the top and bottom yeah. of it anyway i think we'll have another break and get some more music under our belt before we go on and have a discuss about the motion comic Ooh. <laughs>
What do I want? I want you dead, you sad, pathetic scrot. Hello? Don't insult my intelligence! Where are you living? Still with your mum? Nobody on the planet has got any respect for you whatsoever! ManchesterRadioOnline.com Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers. And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And you've just been listening to what should have been the title track to the James Bond film with Pierce Brosnan, Tomorrow Never Dies. And we've also been playing some music from Magnolia by Amy Mann and... Also, let me have a look. Yeah, you've you heard some music from Inland Empire, David Lynch, just before, and some music from Kill Bill, so we're, we're keeping it right on track. But, yeah, the, that was K.D. Lang singing a song called Surrender. Yeah, you were just telling me yeah. uh, about that. Well, David Arnold break. had been... He, he'd done the David Arnold 007 project, the James yeah. Bond project, and uh, they'd heard him. Obviously, John Barry was getting quite old and wasn't able to do as many of them, and I think he was sort of out of their price range a little bit as well. I think he he wasn't doing very much. And David Arnold was... Well, his whole life, if you even listen to his music, he's he's basically tried to be the new John Barry, and, and that was his big thing. He was his god, and... And then he finally gets his gig, and they say, "Right, do um, tomorrow never dies." Yeah, you you can do the the soundtrack. So David Arnold gets to do the John Barry role, and and you imagine that you're the world's Dream biggest job. John Barry yeah. fan, and you get to do that. So yeah, he got KD Lang on board. Got that song called "Surrender," which is as tomorrow never dies. It was called yeah. yeah. But then um, they had to rename it Surrender because uh, the guys at Sony and MGM were having, there was a chat with the Broccolis and after the soundtrack had been finished and everything done, they rushed uh, Cheryl Crow in and did Tomorrow Never Dies, the one that got released and you'll be familiar with if you've heard it. And I remember it being pretty dreadful. It's it's not a patch on that, not mm. a patch on that. That's That's a proper Bond... A song that and it's got it feels like it sounds like it that's kd lang they thought oh, kd lang let's get cheryl crow in we know that apparently she was a mate of one of theirs as well so uh they got him in and yeah he got his song bumped to the back the back of the film it was basically the end title music now, I and if we were um, talking about cr- the opening bond credits before yeah. i wonder if they'd already done all the animation for it and everything yeah and so they always uh, do how how did the cheryl crow and they'll just give her. They'll, o- they'll, over just, they'll have just given her time limit right. and gone there. Four minutes, twenty seconds, do it. That's it. That's that was the sort of thought that went into that. But that film was plagued with problems at the time. But it ended up my favourite of the Pierce Brosnan ones. But, uh, it's my favourite. But it as was well. yeah. uh, it was plagued Easily. with problems, plagued with them all the way through. And and that was that was just one in a long line of them that went went a little bit wrong. So yeah, we uh, we're going to have a quick discussion about the the uh, motion comic. Finally, yeah, we've been, yeah, we've prom- been promising this it. for uh, two for weeks, a while I think, now. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. want to hear all about it. Well, well, I've 
I've seen I've I've seen some motion comics, and I'll be honest with you. Anybody who's seen the early Marvel animations in nineteen sixties, nineteen sixty four to sixty six, they did a bunch of them. They did the Fantastic Four, Captain America Four. The, they did all a load of these. We were and talking about this on Captain uh, America one Show especially. One. Yeah, yeah. They, they they were just motion comics. They basically took the artwork from the comic books and just moved them about a bit <laughs> on the page. They didn't even bother animating it. It was, it, but people had never. There wasn't an anime version of any of them out um, which is weird because Max uh, Fleischer Superman cartoons that came out in 1939 are absolutely brilliant if you look at them for the time period did you show me an episode of that once the Japaters yes very politically totally utterly reprehensible yeah. but, but, but a what lot a fascinating fun. watch it's a fascinating watch yeah they, their representation of the Jap- japanese army is is is, is it, it's racist to a point of insanity you <laughs> you couldn't believe it i think that's that's it. very un- but, yeah. that's unavailable you do no, no you you can get it if you buy the but it's still in the box set oh they've not they've i don't think people have cottoned on to that <laughs> right i um, but it's called japatos this one and it's because this saboteurs of the from the japanese army so the japatos and they yeah boy boy they don't look like uh, any japanese person (laughs) i've ever met they they look like a very uh a very idealized version of of a japanese person so uh yeah the the um animation in them very similar to what a motion comic is a motion comic the watchman comic came out yep i've seen uh, that yeah I, I really enjoyed that it's great yeah. because what they do they spend a lot of time on the music and they spend a lot of time on the voice actors yeah and then you so you have the voices you got the music there are comic book panels and the things move it's the same artwork from the comic books and they just move it around a little bit i thought it was quite beautiful it was very very well only done. one voice actor on yeah. that as well on the watch is that one. the one if, I've if, got if i'm if i'm right yeah. in remembering i well, think you did ev- you did right. all the narration well, or every voice that's very good yeah. But now the the latest one to come out, and and they say that maybe this whole concept of a motion comic will not catch on, or maybe it'll be the next big thing. I have no idea. But the, at this moment in time, it's it's stirring. It's just there, pot boiling, and it'll either go fizzle out or become quite uh, sought after. One of the key ones to get this launched is this Buffy Season 8. Now, yeah. you're a big fan of the Dark Horse comic book where Joss Whedon decided, right, I may not be able to get this on TV, yeah. but I'm going to do Season 8 of Buffy because yeah. there's a massive fan base out there that loves Absolutely. Buffy and the Buffyverse, yeah, and they want to see the characters. And so he did Season 8. Now, um, you, you want to talk a little bit about the comic, well, and then I'm I'll e- go back to what I've yeah, been watching. I'm eagerly awaiting the, the last volume of season eight uh volume nine i believe is it yeah right, nine yeah. nine whole volumes of this stuff how many been issues did that run years. on that three years wasn't it three years yeah, yeah. it's taken to tell uh, to, it's taken to tell this tale yeah that's supposedly one season yeah one season yeah so you, time timeline mm. wise you're probably looking at you know this has all happened over yeah. the course of uh six months how did you think like that, that the comic book did in continuing the story after the tv program Excellent. I just, I, I just wish we could have seen this on uh, the small screen or, or the big screen because the, yeah. the scope of it. Yeah. Because they're not restrained by budgets or anything no, like that. Not. You've got some massive, real big stuff. Real yeah. big stuff going on, and I also know there were massive superhero type battles in it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. 
Buffy, Buffy now massive fan of comic books. Yeah. So he was and he's got some of his uh, some of the um, uh, cream of uh, yeah. comic book writers involved yeah. in this, hasn't he? You yeah. Got Brian K. Vaughan in. Yeah. Uh, who did Why the Last Man? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, all his old writing stuff as well. Mm. A lot of uh, a lot of people there. Jana Spencer. She. Mm. Uh, very busy lady. She uh, was writing on Battlestar Galactica, yeah, wasn't she? she? Was, yeah, yeah, for a long time. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it picks up about six months later mm. uh, after the final episode, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Buffy now commands an army of slayers. Yeah, that's how the program ended. Yeah, they all uh, did. They create unlock the slayer potential. You know, all the availables that were out there. So her and her team have been traveling the world, mm. uh, finding all these uh, slayers mm. and uh, training they, them. You're yeah. training them. Uh, vast armies of slayers mm. hold up in a uh, in a castle. In yeah. the Scottish Highlands. Yeah, yeah, that's their main base. Mm. Uh, but pockets of slayers all around the all around yeah. the world, and the government actually treat her mm. and uh, her slayers as, as almost like a terrorist threat, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And they've uh, they've recruited some. I don't want to no, don't want to give any spoilers away no, because no, there's some no. exci- but, but exciting if, characters if, that get a return. He takes the ball and runs with it a bit yeah. further, and he does it without budgetary constraints. Yeah. And you, what I noticed, it was very much more superhero um, driven than the, the than the series was because you could just go fantastical with it. You could just go right out there. Yeah, and and I did like that about it. Now, yeah, I mean, you'll be wondering about the motion comic then. Yeah, how how is it? It's it's close to perfect as you can possibly. Oh, really? Get. I was yeah. not expecting that. No, it's it's nineteen episodes, nineteen issues. So it starts each one, and it'll it'll have the and it's great because there's certain things that that you can't get with just reading a comic book. Yeah. Like you, it'll start off, and you'll go for issue one, and it'll be. The Buffy music comes up straight away. Bow, no, no, Is no. It, have they got the rights to the original music? Yeah, they've got oh, the music fantastic. and everything. And there's music. Herder. Yeah, and they've got music all the way through the 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 comics. You've got sound effects, the whole lot. Now there there are some issues legally with um, the use of the use of certain likenesses and and sounds because obviously these the, the artwork didn't quite look exactly like. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, no, and, the covers and did. Well, then the covers did. They the covers were, were gorgeous. Good. Yeah, but I think that they've got to be careful that they're not you're passing off the the actors' images as synonymous with a character. I mm. think as well because they they you they don't want to be paying them out for everything that's going on in the comic books. Now, in the motion comic, you would probably be expecting sound alikes of Anthony Stewart Head. Um, Alison Hannigan, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, etc. Yeah, you you Nicholas don't Brandon. you don't get that. You don't get sound alike. You get soundish alike. What, why it's, it's why not bring kind of, any of those close. guys back? I mean, not um, you know. Well, for example, Nicholas Brendan, he's not got any well, work at know. the moment. I'd, as he, you'd have to look into what, what the thoughts behind it are. Yeah. But but I don't think. For, I'll be honest with you, it doesn't need it. Right. It doesn't need it. I think that this project is not one that's got a massive amount of money behind it. The motion comic. I think it's very much seen as something extra. Yeah. Um. And but it might take off. And I'm telling you now that if you do get the motion comic as a big thing, say. 
that if in five years' time we might be having this conversation and, and at that point there is the this movie soundtrack um, and the motion comic available would, of lots of things. That would be fabulous. I, I think mean, this is a great property to launch it on because yeah, I, I've got is. a lot of friends who uh, love yeah. love Buffy, Angel. They've seen yeah. every episode. I tell them about the season yeah. eight comic books, yeah. and they kind of turn their nose up. Comic books. Well, really? yeah, people I've think never they read don't a comic book time, before. But they would, they would have time to do this because they, these yeah. are are fifteen minutes Perfect segments. Gateway. Fifteen minutes, so I can watch four. I can watch four issues of the comic book in an hour, yeah. and then go off and do whatever I'm doing. You can yeah. work your way through a comic book series. I'm, quite I'm just talking about with, a lot of people do have, uh, you know. It's comic snobbery. Books. snobbery. Yeah, I get there's it. a bit of a stigma. But there's less of it the now. But yeah, but this does help with it, that. Yeah. It does help with that. And once you get used to the voices, and you then attach them to the characters that yeah. you're used to, you then after about the second issue, you are you're cool with it, and you're just moving on. You accept that Giles is sounds posh and sounds English, but not quite Anthony Stewart head. Yeah. She sounds like Buffy, but not quite Sarah Michelle Gellar. They're all close enough that you don't have a problem with uh, associating the new voice with them but right. but yeah if you have just watched an episode of buffy and then you watch this you won't recognize the voice but it's cool that's fine you move beyond that and and people if they've seen an old tv program that's been played by different actors in an audio drama say yeah um you've got to deal with that anyway it's nothing new but it, it's great it's got music it's got sound effects it's got everything it even on ends on the to be continued heading for the the next issue if it's a cliffhanger cool. and, and the music's really good and and i do and they've done it really really well and some of the shots they they're using all the artwork from the comic book and they they don't just move the characters totally still they do move them a little bit and they do do some clever things with it it's a lot lot better and way more advanced than the watchman one oh, this really? is this is how it I should be done gorgeous no no this is that makes that look so primitive compared to this this is how it should be done this is this is a work of art in it so in itself this is elevate this is creating a new art form um the motion comic is it going to succeed in the long run I don't know. Yeah, my, well, it fingers might crossed. It, and, this, uh, this sounds great, but I it's mean, good. And if any of you, are, uh, it should be out in the UK very I've heard soon. That, yeah, uh, on Blu-ray, get yeah. it on Blu-ray. Um, and you, I think you'll be talking about issues number one to nineteen. I think there's something like forty odd in the whole thing. So I assume there's going to be three volumes of this or two. Uh, so the first volume k- gets you halfway through the story of Buffy season eight. And there are some shocks in it, and, oh, it's, yes. and it's a great story. Oh, yes. It's a, it's all written and dealt with by Joss Weed, and it's not some cheap cash in. And this, no, it's all canon. Yeah, yeah, and this has got everything from the program. Now I think we need to have a bit of a break and then go on to our bone of contention. And this week we are dealing with the Marvel Universe, the Marvel movie universe, or as we were, I referred to it, and uh, sort of jokingly, the Marvel movie verse. Yeah, <laughs> and is it is it? A complete disaster is it not worked out trying to create a whole bunch of different characters in different films has that been an experiment that's failed or is it an experiment that's just about to come into its own with the launch of four and all the new the other movies captain america so is it a doomed experiment or is it about to explode we'll find out right after this how many people want to kick some ass
to be a nerd Grew up in the suburbs Nothing there ever went wrong I made it up in this song I talk about the hood I say stuff like it's all good Tell people I'm down with all the cool kids downtown When I've never even been there
from Manchester. With love, this is ManchesterRadioOnline.com. And this is Starburst Radio on Manchester Radio Online. And we're pre-recorded because I'm in Vegas, so we're here bringing you all the latest news and reviews, and we are now onto our bone of contention, which is the Marvel movieverse. Okay. Is it, uh, I see I've adopted, that's what it's called now. Okay. Right? These yeah. words we've been, we make, we make up more words than George <laughs> Bush and Sarah Palin. <laughs> so, we, we're... We've been watching it develop. You've had, basically, for those of you who are not totally aware of what's been going on, Marvel's plan with this is that all these movies are going to be clearly in the same universe now. Good idea. They yeah. all mix in, and then you have the Avengers movie, which has all the characters and heroes from all these separate movies in the one. So they're trying to cop cross-cut yeah. between them and have appearances by characters in all of them. You're, you've seen Nick Fury turning up in, in the, Iron Man, in turning up in... in obviously well, he famously signed up, uh, Samuel Jackson yeah. signed up for nine yeah. movies, didn't he? Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah. so they, 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 it's gone well, but it's sort of it, the rails a little bit with the Incredible Hulk and with Iron Man 2, uh, so in, in some people's opinions. So we're asking the question now, is this experiment doomed? Is it not working out, all this? Or, Thor's about to come out, Captain America's about to come out in June, and they, they look, look pretty good going off the trailers, and is that it's, are the characters going to work well in that? And is that going to link in with the Avengers? Is all this going to beautifully tie together and be a real success? Okay. What, what, you've got not, some thoughts not on this. Not beautifully, not beautifully, but I also don't think it's uh, doomed or mm. Doctor Doomed. Yeah, Doctor right. Doomed. Oh, yeah, dear. there we go. Do you like that? Oh, dear. Yeah. See, I was trying to avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it got off to a shaky start, I think. Uh, what with your Angley's Hulk? Well, that wasn't part of this experiment. That wasn't, no. That was they'd... before they decided after that. Were they Marvel Studios yet, though? Don't think they were at no? that stage. Okay, no, okay, fair enough. Let's scrap that one. But, you know, you, you still can't ignore that uh, I think we have this the... all started with Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah, okay. Yeah. But then you had the... What was the next one? The Incredible Hulk? Yeah. Which also featured uh, Iron Man. That was their yeah. their first attempt at it, wasn't That's it? That's right. Yeah. But now you've got um, who's take Mark Ruffalo's taking over the role of the well, of the Hulk. Or this is where Banner, there was a problem he? because yeah. they they so it's the already Hulk, the Marvel up. the Marvel Hulk um, was Ed Norton and yeah. the uh, the Ed Norton's come out very famously I'm talking about within the last week yeah I read this as well yeah yeah, yeah. he's saying uh, this is the big statement uh, he says Marvel is going to have to deal with their own karma now that's a very polite way of of, of sideswiping someone I mean that's the, he's basically saying yeah they behave pretty badly yeah. and they'll bite him on the ass at some so stage it was just a pure business decision um, didn't he rather yeah. than the rumour that he was um, dropped because he was you know he's Difficult. He's famously quite awkward to work with, isn't Difficult he? to work with, apparently. apparently. He, was, he was giving input and input and input into that film. And apparently some there's of it a lot good. longer cut of yeah. uh, The Incredible Hulk yeah. that he was pushing for. And apparently that that is it, and he wasn't happy with how they went about it, and no. there was a bit of fallout, and they thought, well, instead of him, they've gone for someone who's a lot cheaper, and he's saying that that's why they've gone with yeah. him. But I think, I'll be honest, my view of it, reading between the lines, as you can with all this, you can 
say, well, it's probably cheaper and less trouble. Definitely. Definitely, that's yeah. why they did it. So he's not on board with that, and then it, it looks like, oh, this is the whole thing now, you've got an act- actor changing, so that's a different person playing a part. It's kind of like the Universal Monsters, where they, they'd have the monsters crossing over into all the other films, like House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, Son of Dracula, and all that. Yeah. And then there'd always be a different person at play, like Dracula, or a different person at play, the Wolfman, or the Frankenstein, and it always does detract from it. Yeah. Because you're watching it and, and you've, you're a fan of these films and then all of a sudden it's not the person that you you like. Yeah. It might be, You might like them for another reason, but, if, you know, they, to change that quickly. I do get that. But then, and then the other bit that's, that's saying that it might not be good is that uh, John Favreau's walked away from directing Iron Man 3. Yeah, he has. Um, um, it, Iron Man 2 was, in your, you had a very negative opinion of it. I liked it. I did, it, it was boring. Yeah, okay. I see that. I liked it because War Machine was in it, and I'm a fan. I know. I'd, I've got no love for, yeah. for that character, or yeah. you know. The, so I, I really I just wasn't thought, as, as an action it. movie, as a superhero movie, it was just astoundingly. I, f- I found it astoundingly yeah. dull. Yeah. I loved the first one. Yeah. I thought they they that was perfect. Yeah. Um, but it made but, people that didn't know what Iron Man was yeah, the, want there was a to lot go of worry, out wasn't they? have uh, a suit like that and fly around yeah, saving the world. Yeah, and I, I children did. everywhere wanted to be Iron Man, yeah, and, and I do get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's all, he's not returning for Iron Man three, and he, he has been quite outspoken about the well, Marvel he Studios. Said, um, he, he, he said, didn't he? Yeah. That he, he doesn't even believe mm. that they know what that what they what they want. Well, I believe his phrase was, after speaking with these guys, yeah. I don't think they know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and I mean, that means he's, the studios, everyone collectively. So what what it suggests is they're all geared up for this Avengers movie. That's the be-all and end-all, uh, the ultimate result of all these films. And after that, there doesn't seem to be a roadmap or where mm. they're going to go after, if they're going to continue making these individual films or not. I believe Ant-Man's planned and Ant- Iron Man, Man I'm, 3 is I'm planned. I'm very excited about yeah. Ant-Man because yeah. uh, Edgar Wright and yeah. Joe Cornish yeah. um, attack the block. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've they've been writing that for years yeah. and if if Edgar Wright gets to direct that also, yeah. we are in for a treat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's well, going to be spectacular. I, I will go and see anything at the cinema that Edgar Wright Right. I've followed that guy's <laughs> career for, for a long, that. long, long, long time. Yeah. Ever he, since his uh, an early appearance on Takeover TV. Oh, no, my he, word. Yeah. You are, you are. I remember his li- on, he, on he used thing. to submit his little videos and his uh, home home movies onto that show. And I've, well, uh, he's... He's getting, it's like I was, I was having a conversation while you were away. Um, haha, I see. Yeah, you missed out. But the conversation <laughs> went a lot, it went on to this. And, and yeah. I said, Edgar Wright, um, I'm afraid his presence within the Holy Trinity, which I, I was Simon Pegg, um, and uh, and Edgar Wright and, and Nick, Nick Frost. Yeah, I I saw them three as working like absolute magic on these films. Well, and if anyone's seen Paul, I I didn't go to see it because of all the every all what happened is I missed going the week before it opened to see it, and then I missed going seeing it on the opening night, and yeah. then I was about to go and see it, and enough of the people around me had rushed out quickly. It's one of them films where normally. The the average guy in the street will probably go on opening week, but it's never usually a big deal. They might go the week after all. It, they, they sort of 
make no big deal about going over the first couple of weeks when it's out. Uh, with Paul, with all the zeitgeist behind it and the hot fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, certainly, that it was a case of, right, a lot of normal ma- mainstream type people who aren't massive cinema buffs all went out on the Friday to see it after yeah. work, yeah. And, yeah, I got a very negative word of mouth straight away. Everybody was, was slagging it off. I only I had did. my friend, um, one friend said it was okay, that's it. Yeah. So well, you've I, seen I saw it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen the bit with the dancing alien and I, that really oh, didn't do dear. it for me. It, well... That didn't do it for me. It was a terrible trailer. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But... Uh, the movie, the movie is is well worth seeing, but I I, I know yeah. your point, and I I I tend to agree. I'm saying that he, he, the stuff Edgar I've Wright seen Edgar Wright, and if you is, want to dissect the missing it, ingredient, yeah, there. you want to dissect it. I like Scott Pilgrim a lot. I loved it, Brilliant. and um, and Hot that was Edgar Wright on his own. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I yeah. just think that that guy's quite important. Yeah, and oh, they're great. And you've got is, a magic yeah. formula when you've got all three of them in a yeah. film. And that's 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 it. So so yeah. Let's well, they're working again soon. They are but, doing their third film together. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, I'll look forward to that. But, and I know yeah. it'll be good because yeah. it will be. I shouldn't um, imagine it'll be out any earlier so, than a couple of so years. So if then. they're involved in in the Ant Man and Ant-Man. another one of these films, maybe it'll go all right. But yeah. Iron Man three seems to be there's there's no no nothing down. When's it scheduled for? Um, it's supposed to be the year after the, the Avengers. Avengers, so it's 2013. So you're going to get all these films this summer. Then you've got the yeah. Avengers is all about next summer. And then, bang, we're into the, the, the... It's that year afterwards where everyone decides, oh, are we continuing? Are we doing an Incredible Hulk 2 with Ruffalo? Are we doing that? Captain we America 2 thought... America well, I read the other for, day that thought yeah. there's going to be... Uh, yeah. Well, Chris Hem- Hemsworth... Yeah, is uh, signed for three yeah. Thor movies. He certainly and looks like Thor, doesn't he? In the in the trailers and yeah, stuff. It's good casting. So yeah. so you think maybe that this will pull itself together, and you will end up with a a, a a set of films that almost you could have as a massive box set of about twenty odd films. I, one if day, you turned a, if you turn a blind eye to uh, you know a, a, a few well, details here and there, you at know, the end of casting Man wise, they found the hammer, didn't they? they I mean, did, the, yeah. These these other things that that you were mentioning, um, you you there are these ends to the film the, yeah, the, the post-credit after, sequences post-credit yeah. bits that p- some people miss but all the fanboys know all about yeah. but, I mean apparently there's a huge one at the end of 4 which gives something towards the Avengers it's Ooh. something to do with that right. so every single film there's a sequence that's like a minute and a bit and and like I say, it might not seem important, but that yeah, that was the first time Nick Fury played by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that was very cool. The yeah. end of Iron Man. Yeah. It's a two, a one and a half minute segment. But initially, when Iron Man came out, no one had seen all that done before. No. So people were walking out and they missed a key scene of the film. And why did they start doing these? I don't know. I don't know where the trend started at all. Because really, like, like, making people wait all to the end of film. I used to wait at the end of films when I was young. I did because of Bond. Yeah. Oh, well, Bond, James will, Bond return will be back. In. Yeah, yeah, in, and you wait till the the. I just like seeing that. I always did just out of the yeah. respect for so, the. Uh, so I, I'm a bit. I don't think I can't do people, it anymore. My, uh, I don't think my, people my do bladder it. won't allow me to. I no. need to well, immediately with bolt the length to the some of toilet. Some some. Some movies at the moment, yeah. I think, yeah, uh, the length of them, I think it's difficult, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. to get to getting people to actually wait, like 
trained like Pavlov's dog <laughs> to the end yeah. of these films is incredible. I mean, it's a testament to Marvel that they're getting people to sit through five minutes of credits Absolutely. to watch this little bit. But it's what I say, they, they, they have a big actor in it, yeah. and it's a big scene. They, what was it, an Incredible Hulk? Didn't um, they uh, did uh, Robert forward. Downey Jr.? Yeah, he was in it. Pop, Robert pop. Downey Jr. came in to talk to the general and uh, about the Avengers. That's very And cool. that's when they started hinting at it. And then, you know, obviously, Iron Man 2, there was loads of scenes in all about the Avengers and about Nick Fury, and he, he was big in it, and you had the Black Widow in it. So yeah. Iron Man 2 was almost like one massive trailer, trailer for, for the, the Avengers, Avengers, really, rather right. than Maybe the movie that's what went right. wrong with it then. If they People were, if don't the, seem to like Iron Man too. If that was maybe forced upon John Favreau, yeah, I you know, feel you have I, to include this, 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 and this. I know, and maybe that's what yeah. drove him mad. But, yeah. but at the end of the day, you've got that's to you've shame, got to that. say all these directors. How would you feel? You're you're doing this film, and you want to do your best. And he did Iron Man, and Iron Man, yeah, he had that scene at the end, but that was it. That was a one and a half minute scene. That's not interfered with it. Yeah, big chunk of the mid section, big chunk of the tail section of of Iron Man 2 as well, all about the Avengers and Nick Fury interfering and keeping an eye on, on him and his behaviour, yeah? Yeah. Um, then you've got all that going on, and, and the, the actual subplot about him dying was was really lost a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And you I change that, anything in a, yeah. in a script's yeah. uh, structure, and it can yeah. just derail it completely. So, so that film sort of was, it ended up being a big trailer for that, and, and it must be frustrating, you're a director. He got full reign with Iron Man and just made this amazing film and He's made Director, yeah. yeah, and and it's then and then way. he ends up having to basically do a trailer for a Joss Whedon movie. Yeah, that must be difficult. Yeah, that's um, talking about curses earlier. Mm. Oh, here I, we go. I wonder if the curse of Whedon will uh, go affect again. the oh, Avengers. Come on, let's tell him. Here we go again. Oh right. uh, well, no, we were talking. No, no, we were just we were curses. talking about it before. Yeah. Everything, you know. Uh, Chris's Joss, curses. Joss <laughs> I need a jingle. Yeah. Whedon doesn't have any luck, though. No, he Everything no. he produces is, you know, look at these poor. Everything he does is brilliant and yeah. poorly received at the time, and then becomes a cult classic when it's too late to get it made again. The studios always, always lose faith in him, even mm. though they, you know, they promised that Dollhouse would be treated differently because they, they said that, you know, it's, we're not the same studio. It? Uh, no, it wasn't. It ended up being cancelled. Uh, there was it, right out the gate, he had tr a lot of trouble with the pilot episode yeah. that he'd submitted. All of a sudden, they said, "No, this needs a rewrite. This isn't good enough. Yeah, we we can't air this." So yeah, I, it, I wouldn't. I've watched it. Yeah. I have no idea why that would need a rewrite or what he submitted, but I I quite liked it. Uh, the, it's not his best work. Actually, uh, thinking back, he, he'd actually shot the first episode. Okay. Yeah, and they said no. Oh, well, can we get to see that? I'd like to see that. Is it not on the box set? I don't have no, the box set No, I don't know. No. Oh, well, if it is, I'll buy the box set for that, yeah. because I, I would like to see it. Well, I, didn't well, know I would it have was. imagined you'd already own that. No, I, I I, I've it. not got round to yeah. it yet. I've not got round to it, but I will do. Well, did, yeah, well, you see, you've got to make a decision these days, because is it Blu-ray or is it DVD? Blu-ray. It's Blu-ray for me, yeah. Blu-ray, because it's, uh, yeah. yeah. it's only a couple of quid more nowadays, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it? I yeah. know. It was an agonising decision when it was ten quid in between the two. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a no-brainer, no. Yeah. Well, so, what I will say about the Marvel Universe as well, before we have to go, yeah. is that 
as much as I prefer the DC universe in comic books, yeah. and I'm less enamoured by Marvel. Uh, Marvel are doing a lot better mm. putting their heroes on the big screen and mm. uh, making the you know uh, building this movie. Oh first. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there DC, isn't one with DC. It's there a it's one. a mess. Well, they're trying. They're separate films, though. Yeah. All of them at the moment. They've gone su- to such great pains uh, to tell us all that Batman is 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 set in the real world. You know, there are no other superheroes yeah, or anything. I've, so. I've heard all that. Yeah, you know, know my thoughts on it. I've made it very open what I think. I'm not. I think there's a bit of Emperor's New Clothes about Chris Nolan's Batman. I Me think too. It's, I think yeah. it's thrown away yeah. an awful lot of the trappings of comic book to make it more palatable for the mainstream. And but and it's worked, Mike. It has worked. It's yeah, worked. well, it would work, wouldn't it? Doing that. But that's not really what what I buy comics for. Yeah. I don't buy comics to see the, uh, the the Batman fighting crime on the streets of of a city that's easily recognisable. Well, it's Pittsburgh now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, it's not where it's based. And no. You, can, you base the, the the setting of a character defines the adventures. It defines the story. It defines yeah. what goes on. And that that city's not much different than any city in America. And, and no. that's not no, no. Gotham. We, is hell. we covered this a couple Gotham of weeks is hell, ago. Yeah. And it needs to look hellish and different and dark deco yeah. and a bit, you know. But well, you can tell DC uh, are looking at the Marvel movieverse now and with yeah. slightly envious eyes because, think, again, we covered this a couple of correct. weeks ago that they're announced, they've just announced that they want a Justice League movie in 2013 yeah. that will bring Batman and Superman all together. Absolutely. But not the Batman and Superman movies that... Everyone's yeah, gone to see. I know. So you'll go Just and see Superman. You go and see all yeah. that, and then you go be so to, to see for the Justice League, and and there'll be a child with you. He'll go, oh, Superman, oh, brilliant, and then they go. He's not Superman, mummy, who's he? And that's exactly what will happen. And that's why they've got this right, where if you're going to have a, uh, an Avengers movie, and they're going to sit there and they're going to say, that's that's not Iron Man, where's yeah. the funny guy who plays Iron Man? What what's it? That's not for... Where's the intense guy that yeah. plays the Hulk? Yeah, yeah, they will say that, <laughs> and they will notice he's not, not there. Yeah. So, they, they again, yeah, they, they needed not to have that fallout with him. So I think we're going to be wrapping up in a minute now. All right. I think, I think I think we're our verdict on this one this week on our bone of contention is that we we're hopeful. I'm probably more positive than you, but I think we both want it to be all right, and we're di- we're dying to see these films. Oh, any, any, I, I don't we're going wish seeing them, yeah. aren't we? So so we're we're hopefully going to have quite a lot of fun watching them. I would say. I mean, the I'll have fun watching Thor a yeah, week before I, I'm you. I'm so annoyed about this yep. whole thing. This whole Doctor Who for the whole lot. I'm I'm going over there. I'm supposed to be way ahead of you yep. next week. Nah. And I'm back to the Dark Ages. It's not worked out for you, Mike. This so. is the only time this has happened, ever. And it's <laughs> and it's the week I'm going. Ever. I mean, ever. Ever. You've never, ever had, had a, a film like that with an American comic book character. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. You, ha- you haven't. It, and it I'm going happen. to Las Vegas, and I'm not going to get to see it for a week. It's such an odd choice. I don't know. I what? wonder. I wonder what's opening. Maybe you'll oh, get to see something. Uh, something on par, though, because yeah. it, why are they scared of that that weekend? Yeah. 
I know. You well, know? anyway, any of you out there who uh, you you've got any thoughts on why they've decided to do that, or anybody knows that, then please email in radio yeah. at starburstmagazine.com. Any ideas or any anything you want to talk to us about? Star- radio at starburstmagazine.com, and I will certainly be bringing you lots of news for oh, my little adventures over the next week. And I'm hoping that it's going to be all okay. And and yeah, he'll be texting me. He will be texting me <laughs> about that. And it's so annoying because he'll be texting. Te- I'm outside. I'm having some popcorn. I've, it's in a four bucket with yeah. a hammer. I've just bought a plastic hammer. You know that that's that'll be just typical of him. That. Oh wait a minute. I think you know what that means, Chris. What's that? I think our time has come to an end. Uh-oh. So we know we've definitely got to go now. Right, so we will be back, as normal, live from Manchester, Manchester Radio Online. We'll be bringing you the latest news, entertainment, and we will have an amazing bone of contention for you. And so, until then, I've been Mike, and he's been Chris. Bye-bye. And we will see you next week.
Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers.